What a groove. Oh, welcome back to the Mission Control podcast, Daryl. Hello. Uh, we this I, I can't even believe that this podcast is happening right now because we have with us uh, Diogo from the Five Eight Take Podcast. Yeah, give a round of applause. Finally, you Finally. made it, bro. You made it. Oh, yeah, I said that we'll do this in person one day, and we're here doing it in person. Do you know what I was saying? Diogo is going to be one of those guys that says, "Let's do it," but on the night he'll flake or something. <laughs> Here nah, you are. bro, I'm here. I'm here. here. I'm uh, a man of my word, bro. That's Woo. good. That's good. <laughs> Did uh, that West Coast? And what's it, what's it like to be on the West Coast? When's the last time you were here on the West? Man, it's been um, it's been quite a few years actually since I've been here. Um, you guys sort of locked everyone else out uh, for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the most isolated city on earth <laughs> decided to isolate itself from its closest <laughs> cities. Like, uh, so I sort of. Of, um, yeah, took a back seat. Um, yeah, haven't come to Perth for three or four, three or four years, man. Mm. Probably yeah, yeah. even longer than that. You were saying you used uh, to live, you used to live here. Yeah, yeah. like um, yeah, I was when I first moved over from Brazil. I uh, lived uh, uh, first spot was Kingsley, so I lived here for a while, and um, yeah, I just decided to switch over to Sydney, and I've been there, yeah, for. Over a decade now, like yeah. it's mm. been a, it's been a while, but um yeah, so it was good coming down, seeing the family. Um, just did a little photo shoot just before. Um, was I didn't I like I like to try and keep finger to the pulse. Is that what you say? Finger to the pulse. Finger on the pulse. Finger on the pulse. Yeah, I think finger on the pulse. Yeah, <laughs> on on things that's like on podcasters. Yeah, that's and yeah, it, it seems like Perth is like um. It's like the new Texas. There's just podcasts <laughs> everywhere over yeah. here. Yeah. And y'all are beefing each other, fam. <laughs> oh, what, shit. what is it? So I was at I was at the um this morning I did the uh, Hard Yarns podcast. Cool, cool. So this is your, your uh, second your second podcast. Second today. podcast of the day. What a busy man. Uh, Plus a photo shoot. Jeez. Yeah. And, you, and you had to do them first? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just got sloppy seconds. No. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all gave me the time. So I booked with you guys first That's and true. you guys gave me the night. That's true. They uh, gave me the morning. Okay. So. I take full responsibility for that, yeah. But, but how was it on the Hard Yarns? It was good, man. Yeah. Um, we talked um, some stuff that we may get into today. Um, yeah, we cool. discussed uh, uh, the July 24th, one of Sydney's biggest protests, which Channel mm. 9 said that I organised, which uh, eventually got my studio and my house raided with a bunch of guns and counterterrorism units and asphyxiated Jeez. units. Mm. Um, and we discussed that for a bit, uh, which I faced 38 years for. That was, wow. that, was a bit, that was a bit of a madness. Yeah. And um, we discussed gun laws, pro-guns versus anti-guns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we discussed pro-life versus pro-abortion. Wow. And we discussed the beef that y'all have. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, yeah, yeah, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know what was said in that. What podcast did you go on? I went on the Inept podcast. Inept, and yeah. Th- those guys are c- kind of from the the com- the more comedy side of Perth. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I absolutely love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, some things were said. So some s- things were said. Yeah. So <laughs> j- I'll preface my understanding of it. Okay. <laughs> is um that 
I so as I said before, I try to like uh, see the podcast and and just you know I, I support any Australian um, podcasters out there. Like I think we should all prop each other up, even if it's friendly fire or whatever's going on. But um, I saw those guys post maybe the episode, and then the title was that you said something about a Perth another Perth podcast. And then I was like, okay, uh, I didn't think much of it. And then when I was on a podcast today, mm. and then they were like, oh yeah, it was it was us that he was talking about, and it yeah, was yeah. like a whole a whole thing. <laughs> and so, what was actually said? Well, I I had an issue. We, we we've been around for a while, I guess. It's basically me being insecure. But we, we've been around for a while. <laughs> I like, love that. I would say like up to 10 years we've been talking. Like ever since um, we always harken back to the early episodes where we were talking about body scanners in airports. Mm. So, as early as like the 9-11 sort of stuff, mm. right? Um, I, we always, just like yourself, we make contact with all the podcasts that we see emerging. Mm. And... I just felt a little left out that the hard yarns came about. They, they're doing really well in, in yeah. their little clique. Yeah. Um, you know, claiming to be talking about conspiracies and things like that. Mm. But then I, I really delved into their content and realized they weren't doing any of the topics justice, right? And it was, mm. it was a little bit like what it was also coupled by the fact that they have never, like, been in contact with us, even though we're right alongside each other in terms of genre and style. Mm. And it's like, come on, we, we've worked with, you know, com comedians in that circle. You've, mm. you've got to... Mm. I guess it I'm was sure, me being they, insecure, basically. Yeah. They, they got their entire guest list from our past episodes. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, which, 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 which guests can we get on our podcast? Oh, let's look at the Mitch Control podcast and just get their guests. Um, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that was more down to, you know... It, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's small. The, no, it's Perth. You know, but if but, it, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really don't want to get in between this beef because, you know, I, I respect all podcasts. But <laughs> the same thing, you know, if someone's going to say they're talking about conspiracies and start off your podcast five minutes talking about, oh, hashtag Jeffrey Epstein killed himself and then talk the rest of the podcast about footy. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Let's let's go deep on the AFL. Um, yeah. yeah, so there was a bit of that. But you know what? At the end of the day, we, we just like you, we, we love like, you know, like, you know, prodding and rustling some feathers, but, you know, in a fun way. But yeah. I just felt it was um, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit uh, weird. Apparently, you called him um, conspiracy <laughs> oh, <no>. light. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like Which diet is kind of a funny like <laughs> pun. It's, yeah, it's it's like diet work, you know, <laughs> instead of diet coke. But you know, like you, if you're gonna if you're gonna like bring up a topic, like go do it justice, you know. Yeah, and I felt like they were just kind of going in the shallow end and going, okay, let's touch on that, but not actually talk about that. And did you that kind of irks me? Yeah, did you reach out to them? I did. We're gonna we're gonna be guests on each other's podcasts pretty soon. So yeah, hell yeah. I was yeah. yeah that's that's one thing. <laughs> that's one thing. Today it was um uh, they were like yeah I'd love to um have them on and um yeah have a chat to them. Oh, yeah, and I yeah. was like yeah and no, I'll tell them I'll tell them tonight. Just, yeah. just go yeah. through and um we don't want you to get to involved in between all that. Oh it's no, like, I definitely <laughs> don't want to. Unless you're gonna ref like are you gonna referee <laughs> this? No, like, oh, <laughs> actually, 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 um yeah we actually did talk about an event oh. and then they were like yeah we'll pick something that um both them and you guys are shit at <laughs> and then I was like fuck it I'll fly over and we'll make an event of this. <laughs> 
<laughs> like we'll yes. do a proper event. Everything. We'll do a weigh-in. We'll I do, feel we'll like do a, a press conference and like a weigh-in. Yeah, a, a podcast cage match. <laughs> like a, <laughs> I think they were talking more lawn balls, but <laughs> okay. you guys, you guys just went straight to punching in the face. Fair. Oh my god. Fair. <laughs> uh, but but in all honesty, you know, to tie a little ribbon on that, like we we love every anyone that's doing content, especially in this medium that yeah. manages to be consistent. Yeah. We respect. Mm. Yeah. I, think it's, yeah. I think it's coming from love, motivation. It and is. You know, get the community. Yeah. It is, going, of yeah. course. Yeah. And you, you've got so much good content, man. Like, so Cheers, for, bro. For people that don't know, you you do the 5-8 take stuff yeah. and like loads of my friends and other people constantly share your content. Oh, like, real? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Fuck mm. yeah. Dude, you have reels that like captivate, like they're well edited. Yeah. And I think thank that you, bro. if there's one thing I want to say about the whole alternative community mm. you know when it comes to social commentary and p- politics and all that mm. is that they lack the stylistic ability to convey their point yeah like how many times do you look at a a red pill conspiracy account and it's just it it's just not <laughs> styled very well you know yeah, there's, yeah. And it looks like it's like you just pulled it out of the dark web exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah like you know when yeah, those yeah. old conspiracy sites where you go on it and it's just banner after banner of these sponsors and weird supplements mm. and you're like, mm. what am I looking at? Like, they don't know how to, you know, convey it. And you excel at that and I think you've, like, really captivated people in, in terms of the new medium, which is Instagram and these quick TikToks mm. and reels yeah. and things. And that's a hard thing to do, I think. And you've yeah. done it really well. Like, no, there's a couple of accounts that. that we follow that do it really well, but you no, definitely I do it really well. No, I appreciate that, yeah. man. It's, um, yeah, it's, I didn't, expect to be here and doing the sort of things that i'm doing at the minute um yeah i I, i'm like i'm my own worst critic you know like so when i'm editing i'm like i'm pretty granular when it comes to a lot of things like when it comes to like popping accents when it comes to like quick zooms um mm. like quick zoom outs like putting i don't know cutting to clips like i take time in finding these clips and because i want it to be digestible and yeah. that's yeah. that's the key like um like cut, cut, cut out all the, the the fatty bits and just the yeah. meat that good solid meat yeah mm. and and like i just want people to like enjoy it and respect the content from a standpoint of like you might not agree with what is being said but you can be like fuck i appreciate that that was pretty cool like that that like i'll watch that again you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and that is it's annoying it's it's a weird it's weird because you do a podcast and it's long form and then you do these reels and it's it's so short form and it's like catering to to I don't know the the this day and age's attention span. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. And it's yeah. and it's like it, and that intrigues me because like you got audiences that go and watch your stuff and mm. and it's and it's big and then you got the ones that are like that the diehard audience don't share your stuff as much as like um the sort of uh how do i put it how do i put it the hard diehard audience won't share your stuff but they'll always be there listening and watching then there's your uh everyday audience which you sort of cater to that will 
um, share share your content, but not as much. Um, and then you got the attention span, which is catering this day, which they share a lot and uh, which is amazing. Um, but I don't know. I try to cater to a broad range. Yeah. And I mm. didn't like, I, I didn't really know what I was doing at the start. I was mm. sort of just, it all started with me helping someone. That was really what it started off. So it's, um, we might have touched it uh, the last time when we did the Zoom podcast, but. I um when I started podcasting it was like to riff and then grab five news topics and then tear it apart and that that was a cool little um thing that I thought you know would be intriguing because I can grab the five news clip as clips themselves and put it out um and then when there's a guy called Smoking Joe McHale um he's he he runs the Save the World Army um he's he's an absolute legend he's got a guinness book of world records for the longest dj set of all time which was seven straight days non-stop of dj (laughs) and um so when he was the first to start all of these protests against what was happening in sydney and Gladys Berejiklian, the premier at the time of Sydney, tweeted his face and said, I'm having a bad hair day. So, I was like, well, either she just wants to pick on this guy or she literally thinks that she looks like a man, like one of the Mm -hmm. two. Um, That's a whole other rabbit hole, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Well, no, no, I don't know. But, you know, there, there, there was a thing about her, you know, possibly being... Is it? Yeah, I, I know yeah. Kerry Chant. There's, there's oh, sorry, of, sorry, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking of Kerry. No, Kerry, Kerry Chant. Kerry, Kerry Chant. Yeah, Gladys was the Gladys one that resigned. Gladys was the premier yeah, that resigned. Yeah. Um, for- We're going to cut that, by the way. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm now thinking Gladys and the uh, the New Zealand Prime Minister because one of them with the oh Jacinta, Jacinta, the ruby, the ruby ring. Yeah, it's weird. I've seen Jacinta's balls wiggle. But so I was, I was like, she tweeted this guy that I know. And then she was making fun of him and the whole mainstream media was making fun of him. Yeah. And I was like, I know this guy from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like, he's a fantastic guy. Like, um, I came up at Gracie Baja for a little while there. Wow. And he was also there. So, I was like, I called him up. I was like, you want to come on and see what's up? And then, uh, you know, tell your side. I've, I've got a small audience here. It's growing. If you want to get, like whatever your story out against the msn and then you can share it to your friends and all of that and then he was like yeah yeah yeah, i'll come on um we did the podcast uh and then after that i was i go do you know anyone else that um wants to come on and share any stories and then he goes oh yeah i know uh this guy called dale uh fight for what's right who has now become uh the head of um peacemakers um in australia uh he he runs a sydney he's he runs sydney he's pretty much second to uh nick patterson another um fantastic bloke um who's got a massive court case coming up um so then i was like yeah okay so this this dale guy uh what's he doing so he was like oh he's got a sandbag he's wearing it for 28 days for the 28 pedophile suppression order which um, Ozzy Kozak is um, 
I don't know if you guys know that guy, but uh, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he's in jail right now for it. So, mm. yeah. I, 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 I mean, I don't know him personally, but I know who he is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, <laughs> for any feds listening, I do not know him personally. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, so then I was like, yeah, just trying to help people get their stories out initially. Yeah. And then it just... Yeah, it just grew to to a cool little um, following today, and yeah, and ended up, you know, getting Dr. Robert Malone on. Um, I think it was his first Australian interview, and that was such a huge was, uh, episode, yeah, by the it way. Was, it yeah. was mad, man. To and to have a an Aussie podcast with with that sort of grassroots, um, and interviewing Robert Malone was just mind blowing. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. and especially what what's beautiful about that is that so after the July twenty fourth, which um they I think I'm the first podcast that the courts have actually banned in Australia. Wow! So um, I had a, a a legal ban from the courts that I could not podcast, uh, which is just mind-blowing in australia it's mm, like mm. it's like with north korea you can't have like discourse <laughs> and then it, it was hilarious because as soon as my lawyers beat that my first guest back was robert malone <laughs> it was like he didn't learn anything <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the wild west bitch <laughs> yeah it's yeah. podcasting man like you can't put a lid on podcasting nah, that's bro. the whole point and i i get really furious about this and really passionate like yeah. the whole point of podcast is decentralizing media yeah people forget like that ultimatum like it's about you know creating something truly grassroots and creating an alternative for people to digest and exactly when people try to censor or tell you know metaphorically tell them to turn the music down like hey can you turn it down a bit it's like no it's Mm -hmm. what it's about it's supposed to be on the edge it's supposed to be fringe it's supposed to poke poke holes in things and rustles and feathers like that's the whole point of podcasting and it's conversation you know? like mm, mm, uh, at mm. the end of the day it's it's discussion and i don't i don't believe like any discussion should be suppressed at all mm. except the, this is the, the the issue i have with this is apparently australia doesn't have any freedom of speech we don't have that sort of constitution that sort of says we can do this and that isn't there's something like something like that. that there's something yeah. that australia's basically yeah, got, we got nothing. We don't have a so in Australia, um, in our constitution, which suddenly like I wasn't I wasn't really into politics at all before this. Um, I was I loved comedy and um, and uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu, um, and since then <laughs> I've found myself reading the constitution, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and it turns out that um, we don't have a bill of rights uh, for humans. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't have freedom of religion in Australia either. Mm. Um, so we're really we can really flick on the martial law really mm. whenever. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that, that that almost stems back to the origins of Australia itself. Like it yeah. was. I almost feel like it was uh, built to be what it is now. Mm. Like they they had it in mind as a future almost testing ground. You know, not well, to sound kind of wacky, but like, oh, how much 
you know, tech and well, it was stu- a pr- stuff like- that happens in Australia that is basically there to test the waters on, on how people w- would react. And you can do that here. Yeah. And even you know? even if um, um, you can just, from the perspective of understanding that history repeats itself, it'll it'll repeat to a prison. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. essentially well, what Australia is exactly. and was, you yeah, know? Yeah. Mm. Like, um, and, and it's a perfect testing ground for it. And I think a lot of countries... Um, to that, I think a lot of countries is like that. A lot of countries, like Thailand, it's is it's its own particular testing ground that we're seeing and spread across the world. Um, China is its own testing ground that we're gonna see spread across the world in terms of um, yeah. how many children you can have and yeah. and so on and so forth. Plus and, the, the the tech and the tech the tech that's involved in facial China. recognition. That's the thing. Um, yeah. No, like it, yeah, Australia as a whole. But then just isolate Western Australia in terms of what's happening in Australia. WA is pretty, I think, the most fucked state in all of Australia at the moment mm. with yeah. all the shit. Um, I was thinking back to the the those search and seizure laws that came out. I think post nine eleven. Yep. Around the uh, the whole terrorism type thing, where essentially cops have the right to just search, stop and search anyone for any reason mm. without uh, needing stuff, as well as all the emergency laws that have now come in through the COVID stuff, where Nick, you need to find find this the uh, the emergency laws where cops can literally uh, strip search people, like strip people down and force fucking vaccines into them. The what way? What I knew that they and could no, strip yeah, search they, them at any they, time. They, okay, we, you need to double check this that one. Is, the WA Emergency uh, Emergency Health Act. Emergency Jeez. Health Act, where yeah, yeah. they actually do have the right to force a vaccine into someone. That is. Absolutely insane, and and, it's, and that was that was actually it was written in 2016. It was a thing that was written up in 2016 and only signed when the whole COVID shit broke in, and then they've kept extending it, extending it, extending it throughout WA. Fuck, I didn't and it actually says it's written in the in the um the uh, the document that. Uh, that <laughs> Well, I'm going to go on a rant now because they changed the fucking health minister how many fucking four times yeah. to just be able to keep signing off this emergency acts thing. Oh, really? And it, and it keeps saying it, it that they even have- mentioned uh, removal of underwear. Yep, like and, like completely yeah. naked strip of a person and can force like uh, the, the terminology I need Nick to find this up. Inoculation, um, something like that. But essentially, yeah. Man, that is that is insane. I know, I know that um, if someone goes to a hospital, uh, uh, this must might be Australia wide. Someone goes to a hospital for a particular treatment, and um, they get put to sleep for that treatment. It can even be your teeth. You mm. go to a thing, and they put you to sleep. Whilst you're asleep, they can inject you. That's a hundred percent. Wow. It's yeah. It's so fucked, it, man. yeah. Almost like without consent. Yeah, so while you're asleep, that is some freaky serial killer shit. It is insane. Like, yeah, and, yeah. and Perth is is its own bubble um, in a sense that, like, in a sense that even the leader has at like at one stage, Mark McGowan, he turned his back on the federal government during the lockdowns. So there was a um, Scott Morrison was having issues with China, and he's he essentially blocked some exports mm. and China was talking bad about Scott Morrison. And it, it, and this is as particularly during the submarine deal right. where they, they went away from France and then did a, did a deal with UK and America and for these subs. And then China was pissed off. 
Mark McGowan, that guy should be done for treason because at the time, that guy goes, okay, we're, we're blocked off the rest um, of Australia. And he had a um, Chinese uh, official come down who invests in mines. That's right. Yeah. And he still mm-hmm. did deals with Australia's mine to export going over the federal government. Like mm-hmm. that's, I don't know if that's treason or what that's called, but that sounds dodgy to me. WA sold out to the Chinese through the, the mining industry a long time ago. A lot of the uh, the WA land and all the uh, the BHP is it not B- BHP? Um, not be BHP. The people that run the, the the mining here, yeah, is a lot of the the the. I mean, it sound bad, but yeah, the Chinese people, uh, not Chinese people, Chinese governments have mm. got so involved in the the resource industry in Western Australia, yeah, that they've just turned around and went fucking yeah, take our fucking take our country. And Even it's the, the 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 water. I mean, there's something to do with the water, the water basins between Queensland and Australia, where they're selling off all the water. The the Chinese uh, companies own all that water under that, Australia. See that that is a mess. And Thailand, Thailand also um, WA Premier attacks federal government over attitude to China, calling approach off the planet. There you go. Like, how do you go against your federal government and then go to? Sure, they're a trading partner, but you know, I- in terms of military, they're not really a trading partner. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like that guy that. <laughs> You can't go against your federal government like that. Like, mm. no matter how bad your federal government is, like, you gotta, you gotta, you know, back them and and back their people. You don't yeah. really want a situation um, that China has right now. And um, like, I, I feel bad for those people, man. Shanghai doesn't look too good right now. Yeah, Shanghai is locked up. You got people jumping out of buildings. You got doors mm. being. You got literally. Uh, I saw a guy who was who starved to death. In, during a lockdown in Shanghai, they took his body out and then they were trying to stop the guy from filming it. And it's like, there's there's so yeah. much fucked up shit. And to be fair, it's not the people's fault. Like, I've been to China. I went to Shanghai. I went to Guangzhou. I went to um, a few tea farms over there. I competed in Dragon Boat representing Australia over there. Random, yeah. Random thing. So, it's not the people. The people were amazing, man. Mm. It's it's literally... And it's, it's not even... It's not even the government because they're going to do what they're going to do. It's more like McGowan and turning his back on like their people because like mm. what? Yeah, it's like where does that where does that lead? It's like it clearly shows that he is controlled and that's right. Yeah, I think mm. we always brought up that during this whole pandemic, like all the premiers were un- unanimously acting out of character. Mm. And it was we were always saying like it it's like they're under the control of something else. They're making decisions not on behalf of the people, yeah. but there's something else pressuring them to take the fall for the, there's something bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean like it we could go on for for ages like what it could be, but um, well the um what's it called uh resilient cities Nick Melbourne mm. is um it's completely completely funded by the Rockefeller Foundation, and That's they right. have it on their governmental website mm. that is funded by Rockefeller. Is that is that part of like the whole smart cities initiative? Yeah, there's a hundred cities around the world that is a testing ground, and Melbourne is one of them. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it, it's literally like a Truman Show, like 
they can control the economy, the city, even and keep it afloat, even if it's failing economically. Yeah. They can just kind of keep it mm-hmm. afloat to keep running whatever experiment they want. Yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of things runs on debt. Like America, the entire of America is 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 running on debt, and that's that's essentially what's going on with with cities like you know like Melbourne and that. Mm. Um, it's foreign entities that come in, like. W- I want to get your take on like leaders. To me, I, I think there's um, action reaction. So I don't think every world leader is like completely <laughs> insane, lunatic, evil motherfuckers. Like I do I think do. there's a I couple. Do. I think they <laughs> are. You think all of them are? <laughs> you reckon all oh, of them are? Oh, oh. For example, Bolsonaro from Brazil. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's probably the, those very low level leaders that people don't. Don't know that the ones that aren't in the media frenzy, the ones that aren't yeah. at the G seven summit, mm. that are probably pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's he's an interesting case. Um, Brazil is in a fucking weird situation right now. But he um he didn't take the vaccine. He um rejected all of this like money and and everything. He hasn't met with Biden until the other day. Um and <laughs> he. Brazil set up a task force like years ago to go at their own police corruption. And then they set up a Tropa de Elite task force to go against the government. And what they found was almost every politician in Brazil got found guilty and their president went to jail. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bolsonaro was originally from the army and um, he didn't, he was the only one that wasn't found uh, to be corrupt. He's been stabbed. He's been like, they, they if the Western media say that he's, he's worse than Trump, like Trump 2.0. Um, and he, uh, he's got so much support, a lot of support. Mm. <laughs> now they're coming up to an election and the person that is running against is Lula, the same president that he's been found to. He went to jail for trillions of corruption, like trillions of dollars of corruption. Mm. Comes out of jail. He's now running as president again. And he's, he's like the mainstream media is saying that he's got a massive chance of winning. <laughs> How insane is that? It's, it's his biggest crazy. opposition is the guy that's been done for corruption for trillions of mm. dollars and, and he gets out of jail and, and just runs again and he's, he's about to be mm. like very close to winning. And mm. Bolsonaro is the one leader that um, around the world, like even Putin was like, we, we got these vaccines. Bolsonaro has been the only one that's been like, nah, fuck those vaccines, um, fuck the masks and- been completely against it. And a lot of world leaders... See, I, I don't know. Um, I've been trying to find other leaders like that. I only know mm. that leader because I come from that country. So, I understand Portuguese. So, I'm able to digest what's yeah. happening. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But there, th- there have been a couple of cowboy leaders that didn't follow along and They were got killed. The African Immediately <laughs> annihilated by the media. And yes, one of the-, uh, one of the Two uh, African uh, presidents got killed. That's right. One of them mm. was uh, saying he was uh, with the COVID testing kits. He was putting- Fruits and different things in there. Yeah. Can you Nick, can you find who that was? Which which one it was? Yeah. But um. Yeah. A lot of those. 
It was the African the African president um uh killed in 2021. He was killed in 2021, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he died. He's and his his stuff was being shared on Instagram. He was doing a, a press conference about how you know, I, I I put this fruit in the COVID test. It's positive. I put this fruit in the COVID test. It's positive. Yeah. And that was going around a lot. And people were like, is this real or what? And then literally, like a couple of months later, he was dead. I don't know. I type something in. The first thing is fact check, fact of check, fact check. Fact. Of course, bro. No, no, no. Well, of course. You're not going to find it with world I, d- I just search world leaders that refuse vaccine. Surely there's a list somewhere of world leaders. There should be. It's a simple exactly. question. Exactly. That's a fantastic thing right there. You just yeah. put on Google world leaders that refuse the vaccine. I yeah. just spoke about one. Yeah. And then the first, all of the things is like no evidence. Fact check, no evidence, five leaders were killed. That's not what I asked. You know, like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's not it. The no. death of Chandian president Idris Deby. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe oh, that might not was be. Was it Tanzania? Yeah, it was something like something that. Something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. But, but yeah, we no. don't need to get bogged up. At the yeah. end of the day, um, two two dudes did die. Mm. And it was just, yeah, it, it's just insanity what is going on. Like, Yeah. But I, I saw the response from the Brazilian people. It, fr- from, it looked exactly like a US situation where yeah. the, the majority truly backed someone. Yes. But the mainstream media was doing... Everything in their power to portray the exact opposite. Yeah. That, no, this guy's a loony. He's a fruitcake. He thinks demons are in the vaccines. Like, they were hitting him with all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And um, the fact is, usually it's the opposite. Like, I always say, whatever you see in the mainstream, it's usually the opposite is the case. Yeah. So, when they're demonizing someone or saying, look, no one supports this guy, it's usually because people do. People actually do. What's scary about Brazil that's... The opposite to America is that um, the mind you, the Supreme Court didn't do too much in the last two years in America anyway. Mm. But um, the the Supreme Court here is is against him, but the Supreme Court in Brazil is very very new and progressive su- Supreme Court. Yeah, where in America it's an ancient Supreme Court, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Brazil was a military dictatorship until 1986, which isn't too long ago. So, there is a possibility that a coup could happen um, coming up to this election. So, it could come up where Brazil just goes, you know what? Fuck it. We were doing really well as like a, um, you know, uh, military dictatorship. Um, We might go back to that. And it's interesting because he comes from the military. So, everything, everything- to back that case is there mm. and it looks like they're it just looks like they're really checking if the Supreme Court is gonna check itself. And if they don't and it's controlled by overseas, most likely Brazil's gonna do a what was that country? Yeah uh, Myanmar? My- Myanmar. 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 Yeah, yeah. So they did the same I was thing. I was actually just about to mention that. Myanmar, yeah. yeah. So they their leader, um, they have a policy where you have to be born there to become president. So they're president was that woman that had was actually her family was from america and she had ties to hillary clinton and obama that's why they kissed her ass Mm. and then when she was appointed leader the military went nah and Mm. then just was like boom put it jailed her 
and um, and just took control of the country. And then the news was like blah, 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 blah for ages. And then it's just silence. And there was apparently just like um, the bio labs in Ukraine that are getting destroyed, whether you support or don't support Ukraine, doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, but the, yes, that's him. Burundi president dies of illness suspected to be coronavirus. Bur- Burundi, which, was co- that which country was Tan- that? Was that Tanzania? Tanzania. It was Tanzania. Tanzania. Okay, yeah. Ah, you're yeah. right. And he, he uh, so for people that want to look it up, he did a bunch of speeches that were mentioning how uh, uh, inaccurate the COVID tests were. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people will argue, well, the acidity in the fruit will make it say positive and things like that. But you're like, well, if it... If, if it, it has that, that much of an then, error ratio, yeah. <laughs> then how, what what have we been basing our all of our lockdowns on these tests? You know, mm. I don't know. Well, I just pulled up. You know, the, the the president of Haiti was assassinated in uh twenty twenty one. Wow. Yes, yeah, so around the whole COVID uh, mm. uh response. And uh, let's let. <laughs> Let's not, not to mention that Haiti was involved yeah. in a lot of other fucking shady shit at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think ha- yeah, Haiti was a, a hotbed for um, a lot oh, of the uh, oh, trafficking oh, and things oh. like that, I think. Yeah, Haiti. Oof. Yeah, a- anytime celebrities, like, descend upon a cause, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's something fucking fishy about that. And, ha- and Haiti, like, Jared Leto was going there taking photos of... Uh, the the poor starving Haitian, Haitian children, who was that and he, he released a book um, and like copped all of the proceeds from it, like photographs of these starving. There children. was that artist, and it was, all, was it was all him. Like, look at me, I'm you know, yeah, helping, but helping, um, and not Sean, really helping. Was it Sean Penn? And Sean Oprah, Penn's another one. Oprah, yeah, Oprah like Oprah's a lot of them one. seem to love donating to Haiti for some reason. You know, I yeah. I, 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 I need I want to fact check myself, but I'm pretty sure it was Moz Def. Most deaf, yeah. Was somehow involved in Haiti and he's involved in the World Economic Forum as well. Yeah. And it's just that connection. When I see shit like that, I'm like, get the yeah. fuck off. Like, it's weird. Like, <laughs> a, yeah. a lot of the like the rap community and like these big artists are now getting getting involved in politics. I think, uh, like, to me, that was, um, this is my own um, personal thoughts, um, <laughs> is that when rap Rap itself might have come from a good space, mm. but when it switched to uh, drugs, and it didn't switch to drugs just like there was a bit like it was marijuana, but when it switched to Percocets, prescription drugs, yeah. and all of that, it, I strongly think music shapes culture a lot of the times. Yeah. And when rap did that change and rap was, you know, pop music, as soon as that happened, I was like, we're in for some serious shit. Like, we're yeah. in for some heavy mental mm. issues. Mm. We're into, it, like, it, it, to me, that was the driver of everything. And yeah. then you had, you know, Young Thug, like, sure, like, people have worn dresses in, in rock and roll, like, for, for a whole range of time just to try and, you know, get um, uh, notoriety or- uh, Sort of the co- controversy sells Controversy yeah, sells, yeah. yeah. But when you got all of these mainstream artists saying that they're-, they're It was- Initially, it was just weed- and then it moved to um, uh, codeine, and then it moved to 
Percocets, and then it moved, which is essentially yeah. codeine in a different form, and then it uh, it moved to Xanax, yeah, well, and then antidepressants, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, and le- then shit just went bad. Yeah, bonkers. Yeah, I know. Lean was a big one, which is basically cough syrup. The yeah, pu- the purple shit. And don't get me and- wrong, I got done for that shit too. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was listening to Lil Wayne, being yeah. like, you know what? Let me go get some fucking Robitussin from my local yeah. fucking chemist. Pour it up with and some let Sprite. Me put, go to Macca's, get myself the sugariest drink that I could find. <laughs> yeah. Pour it all in there, drink that shit, and then shit my hole an hour later. <laughs> Like, <laughs> definitely, it yeah. caught me. Like, don't get me wrong, it caught me. And that's, and to catch, like, not that I'm like the most in, I see everything, but I, I'd like to think that I'm fairly critical, like a mm. decent critical thinker uh, when it comes to a lot of issues. So, you know, if that caught me and that's like how I was, like, uh, you could just see the rest of society really didn't mm. didn't have mm. much of a chance, you mm. know. Like and, well, just, just, just quickly, and, <laughs> another. I know you've been waiting for a <laughs> yeah, while. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but another thing they really glamorized was dying early. That yeah. was always glam, like uh, yeah. even, e- even lyrically. Twenty. 20 there was a, uh, the the club of twenty seven. There's a twenty seven club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then twenty seven club. But, but the rap game was making it younger. Yeah, was saying diet twenty one. Yeah, like this is the shit that they was like they and they would purposely make like fifteen year olds famous. Remember that whole like yeah. like little pump and those young yeah. kids were like getting face tattoos. Yeah, and being like all about like I'm about the drugs and the bitches and the diamonds and shit. And they're like sixteen years old. Yeah, and they're pushing that into through TikTok and Instagram and the dancing. It's all this kind of mind control that washed over the youth. Particularly in America, I'm bro. not sure if we got. No, a lot no, of we that, we you know, we yeah. we did get it. Like I was mm. in it, bro. Like <laughs> um, my um, uh, friends in Perth that I I because that was that was my thing. Like music and 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 like I was in bands. Then I was in and then I was in rapping. So uh, a Perth artist, bit of belief, uh, divine, um, complete. Like all those, Complete's all these great. Yeah, 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 they're amazing dudes and. That's who I sort of grew up with, and I was on that same thing. It was just like it's it, it like looking back at it now, it it is, and that's why I think it starts with music because it did change everything. Like because of music, it it, it felt like we were, um, it felt like we were making the choices, mm. but it's almost like culture was being manipulated to make the choices mm. so i was on that wave so the weed the 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 codeine yeah um codeine i didn't do much because i didn't really like it it didn't go with my body um and the die young was a was a big thing i was yeah. like oh i don't want to uh, like i don't want to live like i remember telling my mum, i don't want to live till i'm 30 and I, I, like now i think about it i was like fucking what an idiot like yeah. brainwashed like i'm talking yeah. like brainwashed yeah. life only gets does. better after 30 <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> and a, a, exactly. a big one i just want to drop i know a lot of people want to interject but <laughs> but but yolo that was yeah. toxic. It, mm. it was instilling mm. in you that you only live once. Destroy yourself now. Yeah, like, die now. Die now. <laughs> like, YOLO, just take a shot. Like, it, it kept instilling this, like, more, more, yeah. more culture. And I think it was perfectly designed. Who did the YOLO thing? Who Drake. was the source of Didn't YOLO? Didn't they come from a gang that- 
No, no, I thought that was a game that Leroy Jenkins, isn't it? No, 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 no. It was uh, Drake, Drake Tiger. Um, was and the guy and from Lil the Wayne. Strokes. The guy from the Strokes. Was it the guys from the Strokes? Yeah, uh, the Julian Casablancas had a song called Yolo. I'm pretty much because they really sure. yeah they had a song yeah. called Yolo as well. Actually, I think it was Rick Ross. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two. But Those that two. that became a saying. Like talk about mantras and hypnosis. Oh, Yolo yeah. became like a hashtag. Mm. Like Yolo, fuck it, let's do it tonight. Let's see, do you know all the crazy. See, shit my my know. issue with this is I I feel like a lot of these artists are victims themselves as well mm. because it's not necessarily coming from them. It's like not they're not the ones pushing it. It's the mm. industries. It's the the, the yeah. labels. It's the people that are funding and putting that money into mm. it. The same way that you can say the same thing about any any corporate industry. Mm. Whoever's funding it, whoever's making the the, the profit off of that yeah. marketing and stuff, yeah. they're the ones that are uh, the, the the corporates of the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. So when it comes to the music industry or any kind of industry like that, yeah, fo- follow the money trail. Yeah, you yeah. follow the money. I, I get what you mean that like not all of them want to be doing that. They're forced to, to do that because of the labor. Well, not, not forced like, to do it, but what I mean is that might be who they are. That might be their thing. But mm. definitely the labels and the people that fund all that stuff find okay, we're going to promote this and we're going to make this the thing. Yeah, and they 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 benefit off it. Like they don't even some of like uh, I'd like to believe it. Some of them don't even know what they're doing. Like these major labels could have come to this art, could have done experiments and understand psychology and then been like, okay, I've got, uh, there's this, this is going to smash. They really don't know the viability of it, but they know that it'll, it'll break grounds and then they'll take it to an artist and be like, yeah, this. Mm. And then these artists will be like, you know what? That's, that's pretty cool because that hits their own psyche. It's like, oh, Mm. that's critical. They're the first test patient and then they go and do it and it's like, Mm. yeah, it does hit. And then they're like, yeah, I thought of that. It's yeah. like that's. Well, I think, I think the, 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 the official. Hang on, no, 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 I'm going to jump in here because I think that that is, that's that whole psychology of marketing and stuff has been going so well. Like they've done yeah. so much industry where now they run it through these computer algorithms. Yeah, and they just let the computers yeah. know what's going to fucking come out. There's a couple of yeah. artists. There's a couple of artists that are out there, and I, I do believe the official term is called music industry plant. Yes, and they are quite. Obviously, from the ground up, a grass, sorry, an astroturfed, like, artist, mm. where they're, like, somewhere along the line, like, they're, they're young, they suddenly have a song that blows up on SoundCloud. They say Post Malone is one of those. One of those, yep. And then all of a sudden, they get a full body full of tattoos with their face overnight. Yeah. They have these big advances, and they, they, they're flashing cash and, like, jewelry early on in their careers. Mm. And then it's like a lot of people, I think those ones burn out early because I think people realize yeah. how, how like not genuine their blow up was. And I, I be- how many or is artists it the, is, think, it, is it the industry turnover as well where they, they milk Fine. it, they milk it for the time and then, okay, yeah. the next thing, the next thing. Then, yeah, then they grab someone else. Yeah. And they, they always seem to grab young, young people, you know, even before they're 18 type people, you know, and they groom them into the industry. Oh, it's M- MK Ultra. It's a hell of a drug. Um. <laughs> See, here, there's, um, this is Post Malone when he was 17. Biggest lie, we yeah, it would have to be the fucking U.S. government, actually. Ooh. Ooh. Give me it. it no, I'm serious. Um, the biggest lie is the U.S. government. Um, it's not what it used to be. 
now it's a fucking reality show and uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of weird shit that happens within our lifetime and within our generation that that really changes the the way of the world. So move somewhere because whenever martial law is declared, you have fucking or whenever the credit cards fail, whenever your cards fail, whenever your banks fail and you can't use your fucking card anymore, you have three days to get out of where you are because that's when they're coming for you. That's the big move. That's checkmate right there. And they think they have you. But move out to the country, get your scraps, stand up for yourself, build a tower, build a long road to where you can see them coming. Don't give up. Damn. 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 That's him when he was 17, when he <laughs> just dope. dropped um, White Iverson. White Iverson. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. <clears throat> that that was the song that catapulted him. But you, you look at him now as well. He looks like he's, I, a lot of people say, like he's suffering yeah. a lot of mental health issues. Yeah. And I think a lot of these pop stars, you know, Billie Eilish, all those people at the top, have this weird quirk about them that they look like they were groomed. They were groomed into that position. Yeah. Know? And Post, yeah. like, Post is incredibly um, talented. But He's a great I, I feel, yeah. yeah, I feel like he, like, it's almost like that. Um, th- so, you can clearly see his frame of mind when he's like when he's talking like that you can clearly see how he is and what he's thinking about Mm. now all of this um all of all of his mental issues is clearly because he has to suppress that he has to suppress who he truly is and luckily he's got art but he can't truly express himself through the art it's just that he's talented enough to um you know, write the songs that he does. But yeah. if he was truly who he could be, I don't think that these um, full mental issues would occur. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think a lot of them, uh, especially when you hit it big when you're young and you're expected to keep that character or keep that facade of being that character, you know, and then, well, like, can you maintain that for five, six, seven, eight? 10 years, you know, mm. being that without without cracking and having these mental issues, you know. <laughs> well, that's, you know. that's why they do a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, yeah. A lot, a lot of drugs and a lot of plastic surgery because uh, trying to stay like that for that long. Yeah, trying to ah. run, trying to run from the demon. Pretty uh, much, I, was, I was having a, a laugh with the, um, the the podcast you did with Annette. You brought up the, uh, the Christina Aguilera uh, the green, oh, yeah. the green dildo the, that the, she had on stage. I'm the like, green dick. Yeah, do you see that? Her dancing the most with the ridiculous green shit <laughs> ever, bro. Christina yeah, Aguilera like, used to be hot. You know, genie in a bottle on the beach. You know, a nice, you know, little. Uh, that, that just. Do you know what annoys I don't me? Know, I, I can't even. Ex- I can't even talk about that anymore. I don't even want to think about. Do you know what annoys me? Shit. Do you know what annoys me? Dykes thinking that they can ma- masturbate. Like, I saw it on stage. The mo- biggest thing that pissed me off is how she was handling that dick. Yeah. It was just like, what is she doing? She's obviously never held a cock she's, before. Because, she's uh, obviously- You want to grab that head and get a little bit under the-, the, the Okay, the okay, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, but this she whole just like- has whip- no idea how to masturbate. <laughs> Whipping it around and hitting things. It's like, no, we don't do that with our dicks. We don't like hit- Well, I don't know. But what, 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 what show was that? What performance was that? I don't know. It was some live performance. A, it was an all age. Show. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, but Whoa, like a, that made it even worse. I know. Jeez. Fuck, she's got 12 year olds as well. Like, <sighs> I'm sure they weren't at that stage, but. Um, Remember the show, controversy but- when uh, was it Justin Timberlake ripped off 
Oh, uh, thing is nipple. Yeah, the, the nipple slip. The, the nipple. nipple no, no, no. But it, Janet Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. But she she wore she had like nipple tape. It wasn't like yeah. exposed nipple. It was just an exposed breast with yeah. nipple tape. And the world went fucking bonkers. Yeah. And now there's Christina Aguilera on stage with a green dildo, fucking jacking off in front of kids. <laughs> Come, like I I, 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 can't understand what, where, where shit is going. It's. I talked <sighs> about this um conspiracy uh, um just just earlier today and maybe i want to get like the take of your guys if you think this is true or not i've heard this i i can't um there's conspiracies i'm like yeah yeah yeah, no that's that's for sure this one i'm not too sure but i've heard it so why there's been a ramping up of all of this uh sexualization is um the gislaine maxwell case she just got sentenced to 20 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, that list that- Which 20 years is bullshit. Let's yeah, be that's honest. That's absolutely fucking bullshit. She so should be fucking rotten was, in prison for the rest of her fucking I'm, life. I'm facing 38 years and that that woman got 20 years for the most heinous shit ever. Yes. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, the, the ramping up of this sexualization and- um. You know, doing all ages shows with these dildos and shit. The conspiracy behind it is that the list is a fucked up list of real, like, real players um, in, in DC and Hollywood and across the world. Okay. And they're trying to normalize pedophilia. So, when that list is released, it's not that bad. Those people mm. don't go to jail. Mm. And I, that's I, the conspiracy behind it. I would, I mean, th- th- that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because, yes, if that list gets um, exposed and those people on that list, it, it can, it, it's going to destroy a lot of shit. Yeah. It's going to destroy a lot of shit. So, yeah, if they try to sell to the public that it's okay and it's going to be fine with it. So, when it, the names do come out, everyone's like, oh, no, it's, it's mm. cool. You know, pedophilia is a cool thing now. Everyone's doing it. It, <laughs> no, that, that's out of context. Do not cut that as a clip, as a highlight. That's completely out of context. But yeah. what I mean is, it's completely not. But like you're saying, if they tr- if they try to sell it to get that mentality out of the public, so they can get away with it, it's it's yeah. Mm. I mean, I, 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 and all all we've seen are paintings. And I'm, I hate to be that guy, right? But all mm. we've seen are court paintings. Mm. Like I haven't really seen. Well, it, it, it's it's similar yeah. to the whole like. What you're saying is like I, I see that whole deep fake argument, and we we talk about the whole deep mm. fake thing where you can bring out you can make a fake video and then claim that it's real, yeah. or you can show a real video and claim that it's a deep fake. True, and no one knows what it is anymore. So if you start if if these names come out and people don't know if it's true or not, yeah. but then everyone's been sold this idea that it's suddenly you know, it it's it's okay to do this sort of stuff. And it, then people just get away with shit. It's uh, mm. whatever it is. It's fucked. It's yeah. not good. I do not fucking agree with any of that shit. Yeah, mm. me neither, it's, man. Oh. It is. Yeah, it's a tricky. It's it's it's, it's a tricky sick. one to navigate. Eh? Yeah, it's sick yeah. that they can even um like. I, th- I think they're just trying to force a uh, a not depopulation. I think it's a uh, um they're trying to enforce. No, no, enforce. Uh, 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 prevent population growth 
Mm. I think it's 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 a de- a depopulation kind of effort without killing anyone with, without directly. killing people but preventing further reproduction. Yeah, that's that's um that that's that's not even a conspiracy. That that's in <laughs> Bill Gates' TED talk. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that was that's um, true. it is. He yeah, literally yeah. that's 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 what he said. He uh, um he minimized uh minimized growth mm-hmm. and. That's oh, that's a nuts fucking video. Yeah. I can't I can't believe that I'll show people that video, um, from uh, Bill Gates talking. I think it was, uh, the TED Talk twenty. Oh, I can't remember what year it was, but yeah. gave like the whole sort of um uh like sort of equation for population uh yeah. depopulation, and people look, people can watch that and go ah yeah Matt uh, is probably he means probably means something else. Yeah, and it's like I, mm. Mm, it's mad that they can't they can't. Yeah, they can't, they can't see that. That's but then, but then you got um, but then you got. See, this is okay. So, is there anyone that like back to the um to the uh? Because I think there are good elite people. So, yes, yeah, same here. Who yeah. who would like? Who would like? I said Bolsonaro. And then, for example, uh, I know Elon Musk has a lot of, um, you know, people are all the way, like, they don't even understand the guy. But he he's come out lately a lot of times and been like, we need more population. Mm. Like, we're mm. going to, mm. we're, we're going to cease to exist. And he's, he's been on this, he's been on this weird train lately. Humans are pretty simple. Like, we, we like easily understood characters. Yeah, and I think the the fallacy that we tend to fall into is believing that there are very set evil and good people, mm. and that's not really the case. Yeah, you've got evil people that sometimes switch last minute and go, "I'm going to kill myself to do the right thing," mm. and you've got good people that are in positions where they become corruptible. Yeah, so it works both ways, and I it's. I think that's a very important thing that we forget. Like, yeah. And I think that's what you're kind of alluding to. Like, there are some people, and I believe this as well, there are good people in the system yeah. that are fighting. And just because they're in positions of power doesn't automatically give them, like, uh, you know, a bad light. It doesn't yeah. mean that they're, they're evil just because they're there's, there. There's good, people, there's good people out there, but... In that, in terms of the position that they're in, I, th- I don't know. I, I'm call me the cynical or whatever. I think the whole the the global system and the people who are running all the governments, they're all fucked. They're all being corrupted. They're okay. all taken over. And it's people. I mean, this is gonna sound like a, a bad uh, a bad drop, but uh, what's his name? Um, that Flynn. Um, General Flynn. General, General Flynn? Flynn. Yeah. Yeah. The the whole Q the Q guy. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the military guy. He to me sounds like that genuine person that is actually trying to, you know, b- use some sort of positive love energy to do something good. He's, he's obviously not in a position of power, so he's never going to succeed. Mm. But well, he, he, that, that sort of character. I don't know. He genuinely seemed like he wanted America's best interest. Like he actually yeah. mm. wanted. He or he at least believed. He was yeah. doing the right thing, yeah. And I believe there's a lot of people like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, oh, bro, mm. I wish, yeah. <laughs> actually, I shouldn't have even said anything. <laughs> I'm an open book, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you guys um, after the podcast, but General Flynn's in touch with uh, an Australian politician too, which is- uh, Right. But yeah. obviously, 
um, yeah, it's it's a he's an interesting guy. He's an interesting mm. guy. Mm. He's um. I, I remember during the whole like uh, American election, that was the first time that we all got in touch with the characters involved in the the, yeah. the theater. Because mm. before that, no one really paid attention to nah, it. I didn't you know, attorneys, fun. Supreme Ooh. Court generals, things nah. like that. All of a sudden, through like, and that's probably one of the good things that came from all this is that. Yeah. People, whether they knew what was happening or not, started to understand who these characters were See, hate, mm. and started hate, looking into things. Yeah, you know. hate Trump or not, I think he was a big catalyst for He was for a that. big catalyst oh, for people oh, to start yeah. paying attention yeah. because even the people in the middle or uh, all agree, even people that swing to the left all agree, like the way the media went after him and the way it was all unanimous about his hmm. character was very strange. Not yeah, to mention the yeah. amount of uh, technology and policies and laws and stuff that happened during that whole Trump thing. Yeah. Mm. Like a lot of like the t- the, Twitter the started their fact-checking thing because of fucking Donald Trump. Remember the, the executive <laughs> orders that all were getting signed, you yeah. know, and things like that. But I, 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 pe- I, people actually started paying attention to the system and yeah. they never did before. On, on yeah. your thing about people sort of... I don't know, to lack of a better, like coming to light, like people realizing, seeing people in the world that are in these positions. Yeah. You know, you go back, you know, 10 years when talking conspiracies and you say, they're trying to do this and they're trying to do that. Everyone's like, who's they? Or who's, you know, who are they? Well, you know, obviously back in the days we had the the David Rockefellers and all those people. And now, well, we got this Klaus Schwab. Mm. And I know people like, like that have never heard of this Klaus Schwab dude. And he's the guy running the World Economic Forum mm. that is he's essentially taking over the fucking planet. Yeah. And people have like, oh, I've never heard of this guy. This He started, he's, it's Klaus Schwab. Like, just go Google his fucking name. That's, that's they're the, the They're the they. They're the they. He identifies <laughs> as they. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's they. If you want to know who they is, that's Klaus Schwab. Yeah, that's 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 him. And he's a yeah. If you look at his background, is a yeah. It's it's uh, it's interesting. (laughs) It's it's interesting. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it could could be some generals in particular World War Two from the German side, and it could be a particular very. He's could he could be married to a particular. Um, very, 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 very uh, powerful family that a lot of conspiracy theorists speak of. So mm. that's that's his background. That's how he got to where he is. Yeah, mm. and, yeah. and it's, is it is it just now that we live in this time where information is so instantaneous and direct that these these names, these uh, stories, these families are reaching a lot more people at the same time where the they. That these that conspiracy theorists conspiracy theorists talk about are actually being sort of exposed in a way. I think it's two. I think one it, it like it, like Trump did a lot to to um, whether you like Trump you hate Trump it doesn't really matter. He did a lot to make politics fun to mm-hmm. like to and entertaining. Mm. So then you'd go and and see it. And then the second part is that they, Cloud Schwabs, <laughs> Schwabs, <laughs> doesn't, they don't give a fuck anymore. So mm, if mm. you go on a, their website, mm. they tell you everything. 
That's, and, what, that's what I was going to say. All of their white papers reveal the plan. Yeah. Yes. They're not even yeah. hiding it. And some would go deeper into the occult where they believe they have to show you the plan. Yeah, that's to sort of generate like, yeah, more yeah. energy. Like, Un- to, to universal, all the, yeah. universal law. Yeah, because they, they feel they're, they're not going to. It's freeing them of, not, not it's sin, but saying, well, because we've told, we've told you what it is, we can't be held responsible. It's like a spiritual yeah. realm it's, type of um, it's, thing. It's your fault for not believing. It's called karmic responsibility. Like they absolve themselves. Like if we show you, we dispel that energy, so you can't hold it against us. We've told you what we're doing to you, mm. and I think like that's the thing. Uh, a lot of this isn't conspiracy. It's like all in the white papers about getting rid of the useless eaters, about having um, shortages. All of that is on the horizon, and I think, and we're seeing that now. Like there's shortages in plain sight, and I always harp on about how I think. Um, you know, the whole thing that happened with the truckers mm. and the truckies in Australia and Canada. Mm. Yeah, she just got arrested in Canada, the organiser. Whoa, really? Yeah, Trudeau just took her in. That's crazy. It's but fucked. but I was I was going to say that they, I think they downplayed the impact that that oh, supply yeah. chain mm. took a hit from. And even now they're blaming, oh, we don't have eggs because of COVID. And I'm like, are you sure it's because of COVID or are truckers not working? Yeah. Like, I think I that, that whole trucker strike thing oh, hit, hit. hit them hard. KFC oh, is out sure. of lettuce and they're now mixing it with cabbage because of a shortage of lettuce. <laughs> no. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> what are we going to do, man? <laughs> we'll be back in a second. Is it going to go pee? Yeah, yeah. Right, that's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, my- but I think they downplayed ha- the impact of a lot of these protests and they yeah. don't want anyone to be alarmed. But, you For know, sure. there's no lettuce because of COVID. Like, what what does that mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's... <laughs> It's insane, and uh, these um, these the end game for them is also that they have a uh, they have a bird's eye view, mm. and what their judgment to me is just wrong. So, for example, we're we're in the right now. We are in the fourth industrial revolution. The last industrial revolutions um, created jobs. It, it, it gave people, you know, a, a sense, a a purpose. If you know, manufacturing went up. Um, industrial revolution. You know, you had industry created. Um, the internet revolution. You know, you had sites and a whole range of work um, from the internet. Um, revolution. This is, yeah, the fourth industrial revolution, which is AI, which they know that it's going to replace a fuckload of jobs. This is the mm. first revolution that is taking away jobs rather than creating them. So, they, they see a bird's eye view of everything. For them, if you look at the world as a corporation- for a second, never do that in real life. <laughs> but if you look at the world for a, comp- a corporation yeah. and these CEOs, what a CEO does, they're able to um, have hindsight of of the enterprise. Mm. So, 
for example, I think patents, a lot of patents are really fucked up. I do think that if you invent something and you can patent it and that's all good and you should be rewarded for your invention. But a lot of these patents are quite fucked up. They build monopolies. So, if you look at the world as a monopoly, they know exactly how much really to sustain the Western world anyway and generally the, the global population, the more we become global. They know, they, they can see what the sustainability is because they have the patents on particular products to actually develop those products. So, I can see from their point of view where they can see the vision of where things are headed, which is headed to a fuckload of people without work and um, they don't know what to do with themselves. What can, their answer, which I believe is the absolute wrong answer, is... Let's medicate these people. Let's tell them that they're diagnosed with a fuckload of different things. Let's give them so much like depressant and everything so they become numb. And let's stop the growth of the population. So, when we get to a particular stage, everything is automated. We got basic income, which has just started in Mm. Wales. um, And there's pure control and there's a global population that there's no culture, there's no, um, I'm not a nationalist, but there's no nationalism, Mm. uh, which is different than the political nationalist. And it's just a bland society of like automated crap and people that are just zombies and a controlled situation at the top that leads to leads to absolutely nothing. Like it leads to absolutely nothing. I truly believe that one thing that's good, one thing that's good is creativity. Creativity, you can't you can't automate that. You like you got AI that can uh, mimic Eminem or whatever the fuck. Like mm-hmm. his, there's a, this amazing AI that you, you you type thing in and it sounds like him, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. However, it's not him, right? Mm-hmm. It's 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 it. Creativity will always rise because it's natural and it, it, and it's nature. So I do believe creative people will succeed a mm-hmm. lot in future, and a lot of people that have these particular jobs will be essentially, you know, mm-hmm. um, numb to the world. Which is a horrible thing. And I see that they have foresight, but I just don't agree with it. I think there's yeah. another way. I think they're very skewed in their vision, and I think it's going to kind of trip them up. And I think in the future, when everything becomes automated and sterile and fake, authenticity will be the currency. Yeah. And I think it's happening now. Mm. You look at the mainstream media views compared to grassroots journalism yeah it's happening now where authenticity is the currency people naturally will gravitate towards what's real yeah no matter how much you push the fake stuff and i i as much as i do believe like yes we are headed kind of off a cliff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. go for it man um that inevitably i have this strange faith that it's gonna fail this time which which is going to fail? The, the well, the, the, this whole installation, the, the end game. There's going to be a time where it all crumbles. I think. Yes. And I, I think uh, I believe that too. Yeah, I mm. believe we're in a timeline where it, it may be an anomaly that things don't 
work like they predicted, and it will have to crash, and people suddenly go the other way, and they force a, a big awakening of the people inadvertently. You know, yeah. like it's almost like a, a, a you know, like how a serial killer every time he kills, he's gotta like reveal a bit more because he's getting off on. Mm. I think it's like no, that. No, what do you like? Mm. Is this something you know? Like, fuck, oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know how? Well, uh, it, it's allegedly been, it's all the all the other guests that are buried under here. Like, I'm <laughs> it's been a known thing that um, I got my exit routes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a known thing that uh, 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 serial killers catch a dopamine hit off being caught. Yeah, or the, 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 thrill, the, the thrill. thrill of about to be yes. caught. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. each time they kill, they get bored, so they have to push the boundaries a bit more, leave another calling card. Yeah, yeah or, or toy toy or with the cops. Play, or yes. toy, yeah, yeah. And so that's I, I believe we're in When that. they leave something behind, it's- A calling card. Or is something. that what it's called? I think it's called a calling card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or like, like a, a token, token, type thing. token. Yeah, yeah. A yeah, token yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or even a totem or something. Totem. Yeah, Maybe that's the word. But uh, similar uh, I, words. I feel <laughs> like it's happening now that as, as things are ramping up, and mm. like I was talking before, they have to show the plan almost more and more each time they go that extra step. Mm. That eventually they'll get too cocky, overplay their hand, mm. and fail. And mm. I think. I really do think during COVID, that was the start of the overplaying of the hand when mm. people started seeing through. Even if it's only 5 or 1% each time, the amount of people not buying it is yeah. growing. Uh, I would is growing. I would agree. Oh, yeah. I think there was yes. a level of cockiness in coming from what we could call the uh, the, yes. the elites and the global leaders a bit of cockiness saying you know we we are in control you know we can make you do what we want we can they were know, cocky we can- about the boosters they I were think, like yeah, yeah no they're going to uh, buy it and then uh, no one fucking took them yeah like even people that <laughs> not even were, all the double vax like oh, i'm not yeah. getting the booster like fuck that <laughs> the amount the amount of people that said you know i was fooled into the first two but or, that or was i a, compromised that but was I'm also not yeah, doing the third, that was a conspiracy at the start oh no they're not going to push boosters you know oh just get your yeah. first vax and people say no no it's going to be you know Two shots, and they'll give you a boost, and then a fourth boost, and like, nah, that's never going to happen. That's a conspiracy. You're crazy. And now, what's happening? They're pushing fucking boosters and boosters. Yeah, everything. Ah, yeah, ah. It, it continues to come to light, and I think, I think they also um, overestimated their technology. I think they thought, you know, they needed to do a large ass test case. They needed mm. to do this entire thing. So it's like they thought it was going to go better than what it what it has and in reality it's completely yeah, it's completely failed. Period. Mm. And these um like they're about to bring it into 6 6 month year olds, right? Mm. Which blows my oh. mind since the Pfizer trial out of 4000 678 patients, I think it was kids, yeah. over 3,000 died. They never made it to the end. So, for I don't know what they're running on. There's there's nothing that they're mm. running on. They're running on the the understand. This, this is the science behind six-month vaccination of mRNA. The science behind it is that being injected with mRNA will create um, your- Will create your 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 body's defense. There's a particular word for it, um, and that by creating that defense, it means that kids should have it. 
but there's there's no study on actually the effects of the defense. So for You're example, like the the immune the immune system, yeah, what, like no, um, it's a um, it's a uh, antibodies. Yeah, okay, antibodies. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so the 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 science behind it is that. If you get vaccinated with mRNA, you're going to create antibodies. That's it. That's period. Antibodies are things that, you know, help your immune system. However, it, that it, it's the science is that it just creates it. So, for example, um, and Ron Paul um, grilled Fauci on this. Ron Paul was like, oh, so if I take 10 vaccines, each of them build antibodies, would you say that that's scientific proof that people should have 10 vaccines? And then he's like, so 50 will build antibodies. Are you saying that we should have 50 vaccines? So a thousand vaccines, each of them build antibodies. So is the science that we should take a thousand vaccines? And then that under real science is not ethically sound mm. and shouldn't go ahead. And that's the basis of vaccinating six-month-year-old which is absolutely fucked they don't mm. need it at all yeah why yeah. would why would they need the that the yeah to create antibodies at that age there's a, yeah. a channel channel seven uh news uh, article came out uh a friend sent it to me um about uh a, an, an alarming level of newborn babies ending up in hospital because they don't have um like they're not born with certain immunities yeah. and they're, they're the COVID babies. These babies that are born through parents that have had vaccines mm. that uh, they call it an alarming thing. Is that- That's 30 seconds. Yeah, it's in my telegram. Mm. Yes. Babies born during the pandemic mm-hmm. this is one, ending this is up it. in yeah. hospital in intensive care. Doctors say infants haven't developed immunity to respiratory viruses and are testing positive for influenza and COVID at the same time. The Children's Hospital at Westmead reports 5% of babies with co-infections are being admitted to ICU, with paediatricians describing that as very concerning. Hmm. Yep, yep. Like, I mean, how fucked is uh, that? How does a baby be born? Like, what blows my mind is that we've had pandemics in the past, yeah? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And these, pan- like, this time, this pandemic, like, these children are being born... Like without any immunity at all. Like we've had, like we've had heavy pandemics in the past, and what, like you know, people could say Spanish flu didn't exist, whatever, whatever the fuck the conspiracies are. But let's let's go on a totem line, right? It existed. These pandemics happened. There's no thing in history where the immunity of newborns is gone. And mm-hmm. the annoying part is that you can't go well. Which is, which is completely scientific. Like, science is like you should look at all angles, right? That's supposed to be what science is all you should about. Ask, you should ask questions. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's- People can't even go, hmm, what's new of this pandemic? Pandemics mm. has happened before. We've had multiple, like, yeah. virus issues. What's the what's, variable that's what's changed? What's the variable that's changed this time? Mm. <laughs> It's it's a right fucking there. Like, mm-hmm. is there a new technology that came out? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, is there something that we're testing? Yeah. Like, new new technology, sure. mRNA. The name the, the the company Moderna started a company with their stock exchange fucking code mRNA. 
<laughs> as an even in your face fucking yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I can't i can't i can't, I can't, I can't. yeah i'm that, fucking out i'm fucking out <laughs> that's why i kind of get i get really annoyed at people that compare what's the, the vaccine now to dude we had measles mumps rubella and polio and i'm like it's a fallacy of relevance do you yeah. think they're the same bro do you think yeah. like do you think those companies that yeah. made those are the same yeah like how many things have changed since then and you're gonna say that thing worked before theoretically you know it's gonna be the same thing now it's like i think well, they, they, they so do many, they do and they do <laughs> they do <laughs> they do and they think they're really well informed when they make that argument which is shocking uh. to me you know <laughs> um diogo yes I have. How are you? How are you going? Do you need to pee or anything? No, you good? I'm good. You're I'm good. Fine. You got a strong bladder. Yeah. I wanted to like. Uh, there's a, a lot of shit that happened. I guess this year. Yes. I just wanted to get if if you feel up to it. Oh, always. Just your opinion on like a couple of these. I'm gonna gloss over I some love of it. these. Yeah. I love as long it. I, I just as long as rapid no, fire. As, no, <laughs> as long as no police horses walk past the window, we're gonna be fine. But yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll work it. I won that court case, lads. <laughs> I won that court case. Now, we, we were talking before a, a little bit about uh, facial recognition and that the new tech that's been rolling out. Yeah. Can I get another one? Is there another one, Nick? Yeah. yeah. Um, did, you, did any of us even know that the good guys and Bunnings were using facial recognition in the store? What? Yeah. So, a lot of um, major chains have been caught using AI facial recognition biometric cameras. Thank you. To ca- uh, apparently to uh, you know alleviate the stealing the stealing that has been ramping up, and also uh, there's been a lot of false refunds, like people coming and going, "Hey, bro, I bought this toaster. Oh, can I get a refund yeah. for it?" So that's their justification um, for it. But the issue that uh, just popped up on the news was that a lot of these stores they don't really inform the customer, or there's not enough um, emphasis on the fact that. When you walk into a Good Guys or a Bunnings, mm. they are using brand new facial biometric technology just by you walking into the store. And by you walking into the store, you consent to them collecting info and sending it elsewhere. So there's it's been like a, a, the the Woolworths checkout now. They have got a little fucking camera that mm. yeah, I've seen that. Like, oh, that drives me. <laughs> I nuts. hate that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I purposely yeah. stand to the side away from the camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just want to reiterate. So the but, the good guys have since scrapped that because of the privacy um, act, privacy act coming. Yeah, yeah, uh, and basically saying that you can't really. Uh, it's illegal. It's illegal to to perform that level of invasive biometric technology on someone without really telling them because the big issue is that they're not informing customers that when they walk in they're subject to it but yeah i just wanted to like how many stores have been doing this without our knowledge that's you know true. that's a big thing like how much how many systems are running now that we don't don't know of surveillance wise you know it's freaking crazy hey i reckon a f- fuck load of them mm. and i think um <laughs> It's it's crazy because I I always used to watch that um, Tom Cruise. Actually, I used to play the game. <laughs> there was a Tom Cruise movie where they he was like a spy and he used to like rip the face off and there would be another face and there would be another face underneath. Was it Mission Impossible? Yeah, Mission Impossible. Yeah, the, 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 ori- the original the Mission original Impossible. Ones. Yeah, he took yeah. the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that I 
always thought that could be like a situation in the future because in China yeah. they they're actually doing that. They yeah. um people are going into stores with um there's there's this um paint. It's not just a mask. It's, it's like prosthetic type things. Prosthetic things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type yeah, 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 yeah. Silicon silicon mask. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think Korea um there's one that was really popular. I'm not too sure. Um it's it was so popular that it was a lot of people started using it. Mm. So, so then, um, so then you'd like you'd walk on a street and there was just loads of people with the same face and it was quite <laughs> funny. Like, <laughs> but I think people are gonna like in future people are to to counteract that. Mm. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna um, you know, change, use masks and use because techno yeah. like technology is not just on one side. Technologies on both sides. That's so right. Yeah. The more that facial recognition becomes bigger, the more there's going to be things that people invent to yep. not to, show count, up, to counteract. To counteract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There yep. was a um, there's there was a, a there was this TikTok that I saw, and I wanna I wanna actually recreate it. It's this guy grabbed um, uh, infrared uh, things like it, it, you see at the end of your remote. Like there would be uh, the infrared uh, lens, uh, the sensor. sensor yeah, thing, the yeah. Thing that, uh, At the end of most yeah. remotes, you've got that infrared thing. So he grabbed large ones of them and he put it on um, sunglasses. <laughs> and so when he goes, um, he went past security cameras, and it it was literally like the movie. He was trying to recreate that movie where you know he puts the glasses on and sees everything that's different. And they it, live. They like, live. Yeah, yeah. So, he was trying to recreate that in a sense that he'd put it on and when he walked past, like, security cameras, it'll light up. And that's exactly what he did. Mm -hmm. It worked. Right. Yeah. So, I've been trying to do that. Um, oh, well, I'm going to, like, just do that experiment just as a fun thing. <laughs> but that's what people will eventually yeah, do. That, that, that idea of, Innovation like, will, will go, going out go wearing, on. like, camouflage face paint as well to, yeah. to mess well, with the cameras. To and actually, yeah. Yeah. that's actually a real thing. So, you know that spray paint that you put on your um, uh, license plate so that when a uh, uh, multinova flashes- What? It, oh, so like refl it reflective paint's got metallic yeah. stuff I, in it. So, so a flash of light sort of just reflects light and then you can't actually see the numbers. That's right. I yeah, understand yeah. I understand how it works. <laughs> I do not know anything about this <laughs> illegality that's occurring right now. But but tell me later. On the side I note, know, there, how do I do this? There was a very uh, a weird website that I read that they were they were selling the paint. Um, but this was the same idea but for biometric cameras. And they were saying if you just like spray your face in a weird shape with this paint, whatever biometric camera is on you, they'll just see a, gl a distorted glow. Mm. Like you're actually like mm. that's you know, blocking your face from being red mm. with see, this spray. That's a new thing that they're going to do, you know. And I yeah. love that. And I think there's going to be, the, as I said before, like there's balances on things and mm. the whole universe. There's, uh, Life finds a way. Ying and yang, you mm, know? Yeah, it's yeah. like the more that they bring out these new facial recognition technologies that goes into some database, the more that, you know, people will invent these ways to get around it, yeah. the more they'll figure out a way to destroy that database. Mm. It's just how, like, how life works. And people get played left, right, and center. Like, mm. people get um, put into situations like mentally that 
Um, for example, a, another thing why I think it's important to truly understand that there's good and evil in the world and that there is just as much as good as there is evil is that if you think every single elite person is an evil person, that with a weak mind will spiral someone into depression, into a whole range of, of, of issues. So, like, sure, people with strong mind can withstand it, you know what I mean? And But people that don't have that, like, they, they can think that the world is just, um, there's no hope. Mm. And so the, 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 the black pill. We call it the thing? black pill. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. What's yeah. that? Well, there's different types of pills. There's the red pill, which is the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Yeah. The black pill is when you become nihilistic. Like, yeah, kind of like give up hope. There's no hope. Yeah, yeah. Look, bro, Nietzsche. everything's fucked. Everything's yeah. fucked, bro. And then there's a white pill, which is, well, I think there is hope. I think mm. we can change mm. things. You yeah. Know? But the red pill is that, that truth. Yeah. There's different types of pills. Yeah. I'm overdosing on that white pill. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know. I, yeah. I've, like I've gone from red to black. And yeah. then now from black, I'm changing it into white. Yeah, I'm yeah, in that gray area, yeah. gray area at the moment between yeah. the black and the white. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it happens almost cyclically. Yeah, but mm. to tie it all uh, in a neat. I just, bun, I just wanted, I just okay, wanted yeah, yeah, the yeah. last thing you're talking yeah, about yeah. your 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 the cameras and security. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to name the name of the venue here in Perth, okay. uh, the library. That the, <laughs> actually, they did go out. The owner did go out and install not just facial recognition but thermal cameras in the venue. Thermal as cameras. Thermal cameras through the front door and throughout the venue. And again, I don't think that What's there's that any- Fever? COVID. COVID oh, shit. You know, yeah. like be able to identify someone's- it's, it's bullshit. It's all it's all about fucking facial recognition and identifying stuff like that. But again, I don't think there's any kind of uh, formal sort of like consent to this is what you're going to- be subject to when you enter our venue. Yeah, it's not clear enough. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which is exactly what happened here. But they'll probably hide behind some. Oh, we're just doing it for COVID and the things. Yeah, or for health and safety yeah. things like that. Yeah. So uh, just to reiterate quickly, Bunnings and Kmart are refusing to stop using the tech. So just be aware when you head into a Bunnings or a Kmart. Oh wow! A full profile is built on you biometrically. So that's what a lot of people don't know. But uh, so the good guys are going to scrap it. They've repealed it because of so much backlash. Well, can you can, so you, can you go into a Bunnings and then go to the person and say, "Is facial recognition here operating right now? Is my face being thing?" And yeah. then if they say no, can you sue the store? Possibly, that's but they would have to tell you because it's part of the. Yeah, they have yeah, to tell they you. They have to yeah. say if it's, you it's ask, being used. Yeah. Then it's yeah. it's a it's an agreement, right? Mm. So if you walk in a store, if if that's the boundaries of their contractual agreement, yeah. Then for you asking and they say no, yeah. that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a very good point. Or yeah. can you just walk in with like a full mask and everything that doesn't see you show your face and just say, "Oh, I'm I'm afraid of COVID." You can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> now they they want to reiterate. And I'm walking the, in the, with um, balaclava. Yeah, I'll say I'll say it was a funny thing. Um, back during that COVID time, where you could walk into a bottle store, yeah. with a full balaclava, yeah. and no one would bat an eye. Amber Heard hanging out with Kamala Harris. <laughs> uh, just fucking ask questions, is all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the weird thing is, yeah, I mean, Amber Heard has ties to the UN <laughs> women's rights movement and things like yeah. that. And, like, the, the company that she keeps, even her story, you know, very rich trust fund kid with an abusive dad, you know, fits all the hallmarks of that histrionic 
yeah, the disorder most- that she has, you know. Um, and the- I, feel, I feel like that whether or not they were conscious of it, they were part of a basically the media milking them for everything they were worth, you know. Whether they gained from it or not, who knows? But it really felt like they were at times didn't want to be there and it was all about the media and how much that money was being made you know, yeah, off that case. The most disgusting part after it was because um, I think Johnny Depp said, um, see, there's there's a leaked, there's a leaked um, audio of him going, um, uh, it was quite dark. It was like, you never existed. Um, you're not, you only existed in my head, mm. which was... Um, he, he's referencing to the love of Amber Heard. And then um, after the case, she came out after and she went on uh, like some show and then she was just saying like, oh, yeah, I still love him. Like whatever it is, that's some fucked up mental fucking shit on his part. Like yeah. mm. he, he's still human at the end of the day. And, um, you know, like that, that, that can that guy is never going to be the same period yeah. like whatever whatever like 9 million whatever the fuck that guy is going to be depressed and he's going to be drinking himself dead like that's period what is like yeah. what's going to happen yeah so he's just going to keep up doing keep keep on doing what he's always what been is doing what is always yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh to to move on quickly i know this is yep. like a, a bit of a beeline but yeah uh, we've brought up a couple of times that <laughs> You were in headlines in the yeah. news about punching a horse, <laughs> which I, I know, like, it, it's very <laughs> on the it's surface the most level. Ridiculous yeah. shit. I know. Ever right? Can, can you give some backstory as to what what made them write that headline in the first place? Like, was there anything actually to do with a horse at the time? Yeah, the horse was sleeping with my missus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. I needed to KO that motherfucker. <laughs> like. Yeah. So you got him in side control. I you, got him yeah. in side control. I took his back. I choked him out, and King hit him while he was down. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what happened. I mean, we when we were watching like uh, a five eight take repost some of the news articles regarding that story, yeah. we were pissing ourselves. But what 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 actually happened, and what what led to them actually writing that that headline? Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> There, there was a guy that hit a horse or touched a horse, whatever, whatever. It, it's funny because he's an animal rights activist, right? So that was is a is a guy um, in a in a yellow shirt. It was a big plastered all over the place. It was uh, that was is very interesting because in Melbourne the same thing happened. They try to say that protesters hit a horse. I don't know what the narrative was with mm. that. So these horses come is first of all it's on the am- animal cruelty sense horses like shouldn't be in the middle of the cbd in sydney in like in front of like you know however many people you think hundred thousand people mm-hmm. shouldn't be there at all right and uh, they go through crowds so when this this horse was there, there's there's no punching of any horses. It's just that the horse is there, so they just added on shit to my case. Right, and 
Yeah, it, we went to court over it and they lost. It, it never was yeah, there's any nothing, no punching. Nothing behind yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. There was no substance behind the, the allegation. No, yet. no. Yeah, yeah. The horse is there and I'm there and it's an added thing because the headline was that this other guy hit a horse. So, they right. wanted to vilify me as much as they could. Right. So, because they, they actually in court, which blew my fucking mind. Not only did they block my podcast, but credit to the judge- they're rec- usually you get um police being like this this police station what's what's the closest police station here are the uh, the the perth perth headquarters like the, <laughs> the perth, main heads the, the main, main one main one all right so <laughs> perth headquarters so if you go to court and you've done something and um the police lawyer will be like perth headquarters recommend that this occurs. Me, it goes, New South Wales police request <laughs> that Diogo cannot access the internet. In tw- like, think about that. Think of the <laughs> age that we live in and that I cannot access the internet. And then on top of that, they go, the, the judge was like, well, this is fucking ridiculous. Then they tried social media. They were like, he can't access social media. And then the judge was like, this is nothing, like, it has nothing to do with your case, with his case. So, not only did they try a bunch of shit, all of it fucking failed. And the horse is one of them. Right. Because mm. they touted you as the organizer. Yeah. Like the ringleader. Which, oh, <laughs> do you want to know a funny, a funny story of that? <laughs> yeah. Is that... I knew they were going to do that. Right. Like, I knew that they were going to, like, their piece. <laughs> That's why in that in that new um, Channel 9 news, you see them talk about me. And then the clip that they use at the end, which was the clip that when I got out of jail, was I'm wearing a robe <laughs> and I'm in pajamas. <laughs> So, they were forced to put me in a robe and pajamas <laughs> on fucking the mainstream news. <laughs> Why were you in the robe and pajamas? Because I knew that that's what they were doing. Right, okay. I knew they're going to use that clip. <laughs> yeah. So, I was like, all right, you're going to use- Because they plastered me all over, right? Right. On the thing. And yeah. then I was like, okay, well, if they've plastered me all over and they've trying to vilify me, right. any video that I put out, they're about to use- Mm. And, right, and that, and you then played, yeah, you played that game, yeah. played it, bro, and then you see on my computer is my podcast logo. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, <laughs> I've got the a flag that represents like all of Australia, <laughs> yeah. and I knew the the games that they were gonna play. I knew like exactly what was gonna happen. I knew like in my um, because I got uh, I'm Brazilian Indigenous, right, um. I knew that they were going to try the white supremacy bullshit and all of that crap. And then I was like, everything, everything was exactly how I thought they were going to play it. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, it, it came out all true. And they had, they were forced to put me in fucking pajamas in a row. <laughs> on thing. That's the thing. Like the, 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 the mainstream media is so one dimensional. Yeah. You, you can kind of fuck with them. Yeah. And be like, well, if you're going to put me in the headline, 
I'm going to look ridiculous. A hundred percent. I'm going to look like John McAfee or Hugh Hefner. Bro, and just come out of the robe. Was it, was it Manson or something that wrote, like, fuck on his head? Yeah. So, when the paparazzi's trying to take photos, he's, like, fuck written yeah. across his head and they yeah. can't use the photos. Well, yeah. PR, exactly. P, um, there's this guy, PR guy. I don't know if you guys um, know him. He's a, he's a Melbourne massive uh, Twitter account, massive behind Dan Andrews. And Avi Yemeni um, went to court to try and get this um, Twitter person revealed and uh, he just went on um here's avm anyone so any any it it shows that we already have laws in place for identity because avm and he was able to go through the courts and be like i uh, this guy is bullying me online i need to know who he is and then he forced twitter the courts to have 12 days to reveal this guy. And so, this guy, same thing. He, he, he credit to him, he goes, um, he revealed himself on Friendly Geordie's podcast mm. and, and he, he, he wrote on his face on uh, like an uh, overlay because um, it was the beef with Avi Yemeni. He's like, Avi Yemeni threw a chopping board at his wife. <laughs> Because he got done for that. Yeah. So, then he knew Avi Yemeni was going to try and use that clip, but Avi couldn't use that clip because he overlaid it with that. <laughs> so, it's like all, all, like all this old media, whatever, left, right, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. they're cre- People are creative and the mainstream media just isn't. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And they're falling behind and yeah. they're losing their footing and relevance, which we see all the time. Like- People aren't gravitating towards those channels for news at all. If yeah, anything, bro. if anything, they're looking to that to know what not to think. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you're talking about Albie from uh, Rebel News, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, another yeah. good publication. Yeah, they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's. Uh, I was with him at um, a very controversial event, the Freedom Bowl. There was a- uh, There was a ball? Bro. This you guys is- are next level over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the best we got is like 20 people in Forest Chase, right? <laughs> and you, you're having balls, what, masquerade balls and right. shit? Right. This, <laughs> this thing, this, yeah, it was it was one of the most um, controversial event of, of the East Coast. And, yeah, I met Avi there. Um, I thought it was a different event than what it was. I thought it was- any content creator that's put their face out there, any organizer and anyone that has assisted in organizing any of these protests, sure, give them a dinner, give them a night out. I thought that was what it was. Um, but it, ter- it was organized by the Aussie Cossack and it turned out to be a essentially a UAP grab um, wow. um, for four people, right? And it was a complete political event. And then, um, yeah, I saw Avi there. Uh, I met him there. He he interviewed me, but I think is because I, I rifted too much and, like, I think I ripped him a, a bit. And I know your butt hurt, Avi. Just released the clip. Um, I know you have it. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the Freedom Bowl was, was intense. And the next day I did a live because it got so much backlash because people are like, we're not, we're not free. And to credit, I understand where people are coming from, Um from that entire event they didn't appreciate it um and i did a live and it was like fuck bro there was like over a thousand people on this instagram live and and 
it, it was kind of a good live because it sort of got I got like personalities within the thing just to like um yeah just get everyone to give their point of view and hash things out because that was a very divisive event it was mm -hmm. one of those things that everyone was really together and then that event happened and it just went both yeah. just it just separated a lot of people so that live um assisted in a in a, in a shitload of things um and that also that live also um i guess put me also in a different light as well um which was good um because anyone that went to that event was was in a horrible light and they still are. Right. Um, but nonetheless, like, Arvi's done incredible work for the last two years plus, man. He's, um, yeah. you can't, you can't knock his hustle. Um, there's a lot of people that think is, you know, all this, all this, Mossad and all of this, all of this yeah. shit. You I know think what I mean? That, that's a badge of honor. I think, <laughs> like when people start saying you're part of this or you're a this or you're a shill, it kind of means that you're making waves. It's, In a way, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. they're not necessarily well, having, having an impact. Yeah, having an impact yeah, yeah. of some mm -hmm. sort, and I think that's a badge of honor for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's also it it's um, I got to learn to let it go a bit because I um, like I've been like account. There's particular accounts that thrive on that. They thrive on um psyop culture mm. it's a whole subculture right and there's accounts that i know that people follow that have a large following and they will put something in their story like about me and they've spoken to me mm. and then i'm like like I lose all credibility for those accounts and I've been I've bro I've been on the phone for hours with some people and just because of my like kind heart but really I should take that approach I should take the approach that it's it's just a badge of honor that you that you wear you know what I mean but I don't know I think I think it's like in terms of Sydney anyway um in in the culture sect that we have over there it's uh, like I You don't want to lose credibility, but you also don't want to like waste time. You know what I mean? I don't want to like waste time being on the phone with these with these particular accounts mm. um, for for hours, being like almost having a like interrogation for in yeah. the end them to be like, oh yeah, nah, I was I was wrong. And this isn't just to the right and isn't to the freedom movement. I've done this with. Um, accounts from left anti-fascists whatever like i don't really um i've never been a political person i'm very 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 center mm. like that's that's really where i sit i listen to the right the far right the left mm. the far left but yeah. i i think you need to do that to be a critical thinker in mm. general that's right mm -hmm. yeah because the second you fall into a team that's kind of when you lose that perspective yeah. and i think that that pocket that you're in which is the pocket that i personally would like to be in as well is Mate, you're in it yeah, <laughs> is, is is the 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 flavor the flavor the, the spice to what's yeah. happening and, and the social comment but you don't want to be the person that's championing a specific group or a political party no nah, i don't think there's anything wrong movement, with being you know? a professional fence sitter 
<laughs> and uh, and it's just you know, does like uh, I, th- I think we do the same things. You know, you take everything from every side and make your own fucking decision. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Use your own common sense. Whether it's whether it's right or wrong, I don't think is the issue. I think it's the fact that you're making your own decision. Yeah, yeah. Rather than being told from someone else, but believe also this, al- believe that. Also, like, the ability to talk about certain stances without necessarily believing in it. Mm. You know, the yeah. ability to just say, hey, this is the, the playing field at the moment. And being able to uh, commentate on that is a real skill. Like, I'll the, give- the real Rukshan does it so well. Yeah. Where he, it's like, hey, this is the info. This is what I think. But he's not shoving anything down your throat. And he's been called all sorts of things because of the- Yeah. Sometimes he takes a photo with someone that is aligned with this or that. And yeah. it gets controversy. But it's like, <laughs> that's a real- rep- Porter, in my opinion, yeah, he's is you, you're in the front lines talking to everyone. Doesn't matter mm. who you're with, you know. Well, there's that whole idea that press always used to be that neutral party, mm. the people that could mm. walk down, uh, uh, like through through the middle of a battlefield, and not be caught on either side. You're yeah. your press. You are you are just doing your job. Yeah. Whereas now, press are like put on a different side of. What yeah. things are, yeah, mm. and it's it's it gets to it, like Rukshan's Rukshan's a great guy. Um, I've police uh, raiders his place as well. Yeah, just to interject. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. on the news. Yeah. Not not uh, I wouldn't call that a raise. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a raid. Um, they just came to his house and knocked on his door. Mm. Um, he- so that might have been the cops at the front door. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, no. I knew they were coming. <laughs> but- no, no, we did that's some uh, um, uh, guess. Uh yeah, that w- Tom, Tom, Sean, yeah, 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 okay. cool, cool. No, yeah. We got we got a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> and and so yeah. so um, like Rookshine is is a fantastic guy. Like I've um I same same with um like same as I did before. Is it like I gave credit to Rookshine when he was um on the rise and mm. coming up. Like he's he's a. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic guy. I t- said to him that I didn't want to do a podcast over Zoom. I was like, when you when you're in Sydney, we'll do a proper one. And then when mm. when we were at dinner together at um, in Sydney, he only had one day, so we we didn't get a chance to do it. But that's a that's another guy. That he's he's a great um, character, dude. Like mm. the guy, the guy showed that a normal dude during the height of everything mm. when the news went live. They got like three thousand people on their lives. When Rookshan went live, it was like forty six thousand. That's what I mean. Wait, yeah, was yeah. Rookshan recently in not India or something like he? But he's traveling. He's traveling around the world doing. Well, he, he traveled to some no, Davos uh, big Davos, meeting. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, one Davos. Davos that's the meeting I'm thinking of. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He they went were, all the way there to like, cover it. His, his that's stuff legit, that he is yeah. doing is fucking incredible. Mm. Yeah, that's he good. went. He mm. it, that's that was. I think that was backed by Rebel News. Um, right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He went there as. You know, uh, Arvi's partner, um, mm. but yeah, he's he's a, he's another fantastic bloke, man. Mm. And a lot of this shield stuff is just, yeah, it, it gets too much. Yeah. It divides people, mm. which we don't really need. Like, especially coming into what we're coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that, that that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, but I definitely think as soon as you start making an impact, like we said, 
those allegations just seem to come out of the woodwork for some reason. Yeah. You get yeah. also. I'm, I'm sure even you have been hit oh, up, yeah, hit up by bizarre characters that are like, "Who? Who are you? Shit, and bro. like, what? Do you really care, or do you just want a story to get out of me? You know? Yeah. And I'm sure that happens. You know, as as you gain more traction, which you definitely have. Yeah, know? and yeah. and it like there's um there's I've f- I figured out that there's like you c- there's only so. F- you can fence it and i think rogan's figured that out as well yeah he's fenced it for a long time until he realized well there's nothing i can fucking do yeah and mm. i'm starting to realize no with knee fucking as big as it mentally mm. i'm starting to realize that that's the case i'm starting to realize that like you got to know who you are and you got to like stamp on some issues like men mm. talking um in regards to um, having an opinion on abortion, 100%. All these complicated issues, you still got to have um, specific stance and it's going to divide no matter what because it's a complicated issue. Yeah, yeah. And people are never going to understand um, your full perspective, but you got to lay down what you what you believe, right? I don't mm. think, you know, trans should be fucking flopping their dicks out in front of kids. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing. Like, you know, like- it's always it's almost time to to pick a side, yeah. Like pick a side and stick by it rather than flip flopping between different. Like if you, yeah. if you believe something and if you strongly believe it, fucking stand by it. You gotta stand it. by it, yeah. man. Mm. You gotta and with also having some sort of grounding and moral compass, which I think is lost on a lot of even young men. But I just I just think people in general like they're lacking a very big spiritual component to yeah. all of this. Yeah. And I know that sounds rich because there's no way to say that without sounding condescending. Like, But I do think that there's a spiritual component to all of this that is lacking. Oh, 100%. And with, without, <laughs> without that compass sort of thing, I think that's what is opening us up to, be, to being led anywhere. It's because we, we, there's no grounding at the moment. And that's what I like. Uh, I really want to bring up one thing real quick that like your 5-8 take stuff, you've yeah. touched a lot on masculinity and yes, family and, and a lot traditional mm. values which yeah. i think uh kind of gets poo-pooed or like pe- people think that's lame but that's, i think that's that's a a very big thing that i think is lacking now is that side of the conversation and how relevant that is and how much that's missing 100 is like the the biggest epidemic that i feel is happening right now is the decline in the sperm count of men and, I am. And I am. Th- I am the most dangerous person. Right here. I'm a straight white male from a completely nuclear strong, loving family. Mm. Everyone fucking hates me. You're a terrorist. <laughs> That's a terrorist. You're a terrorist, bro. Age. You're a yeah, terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Ship him off to the the FEMA camp. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love that. And there's a couple of, uh, of accounts that I follow that are trying to boost that sort of side. But. Um, I don't know. You know, people always say as you get older, you do tend to get more conservative, more traditional. Like you, you tend to miss yeah. some of the values that were concrete. You know, yeah. back and, and I think uh, that's a big thing that's being lost today. But you bring that up now; it's very sketchy. People think you're very like 
your patriarchal or there's all these sorts of words yeah. that they bring up. You you're know. a nationalist white supremacist. Yeah. Or, if you say like, or toxic, those that's a big one. That, yeah, toxic, that, that word, toxic, toxic masculinity you know, toxic. is another one. And yeah. It's it's so it's misunderstood. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And um I it's needed and that's where I stand. Um uh, if there's something that's needed, it like I'll fucking say it. Mm. And um I might um be on the fence in terms of uh, people like, for example, our uh, RDA or all these all these groups, right? Yeah, I might be on a fence in in terms of like I'm um, I I know shit about them. Like Monica, um, for example, from RDA, uh, uh, Reignite Democracy. I got intel from quite a uh, quite a good, very very good person. That she was about to get arrested. And then I was like, look, um, this is the first time that I was like, wait, I'm not that type of media. Mm. So, I was like, uh, why isn't, you know, I did, I did a story and this story fucking flew. And I was like, uh, Monica's um, about to be arrested. Why isn't anyone talking about this? And then to me, I thought it was something that people knew, but I was actually too ahead of a curve. So much so that AFL solicitors, which uh, I know, um, they um, they did a lot of cases against um, coronavirus. Um, they called me up because they're her lawyers. Mm. So, they go, well, I just called her. She's at home. And I know, like, I know her lawyers personally. So, I was like, well, not personally. It's in the sense, like, I, like I've spoken to them. They have my number. They can contact me directly. Um, but in terms of personal, personal, I don't know them. But so they hit me up and I'm like, okay. Um, and then I got like DMs flooded. And then it turns out that, and then, I, and then I start questioning myself and I'm like, is this even true? Like, is this actually happening? Turns out that the next day um, she was arrested and then she had to put out her whole statement and reignite democracy. And she put out another video of, of herself um, asking for donations, so the the whole there's there's a whole sector there, and at that point I realised that's that's not me. That's like that's me, sort of like sure I'm reporting, but I'm sort of like sure it's incredible reporting because I'm ahead way ahead of the curve. Yeah, right. Like, I'm more ahead of the curve than, like, it, you'd think that I even knew inside information of Melbourne Police. That's how far ahead of the curve I was. But for that particular um, thing, I just didn't feel right about that. Yeah. And um, that's, that's, that's not my job to do. It's also, like, a lot of, right, reclaim the line. There's um, Mac. He's the, um, he's the organizer and the founder. Um, he's been... Uh, you know, he's been. I asked him this on the podcast, so now, like, I'll say it, he's 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 got multiple photos with Freemasons and whatnot, and um, and he ran one of the biggest um, anti-lockdown things, period, mm. in Australia. So, I'm uh, like, my job is not the one that's going to be like outing people. Yeah, my job. I'll sit on a fence on that, mm. but. My job is like, in terms of masculinity, 
men should have opinion on abortion because if men don't have an opinion on abortion you get deadbeat dads you get single mums you get mental health issues That's you get right. more abortions mm. yeah period mm. so things like that like like i've a lot of things that i've posted lately regarding that particular topic um there's been people of um that are other people within these organizations that are like oh i respected you but in this issue i'm not anymore and then, and also, I have a critical mind. I'm like, wait, am I in the wrong? So then, I, I'll put up a story being like, should men be in a conversation? Ninety three percent say yes, and then the rest said no. So I'm like, mm. well, the other person's in yeah. the wrong. And yeah, and then I got to double down in mm. those those um, instances. And masculinity is one that I truly, truly, truly think that mm. we do need to double down on. And that I think that builds a strong basis, period, of any content creator is that you can be fugazi ac across a lot of things, but people need an anchor to come back to. That's right. And so, yeah. my yeah. anchor for a long time has been um, like, you can come to me for like real honest opinions and honest truths and- uh, like, it's just building upon that. You can also come to me with certain items as mm. well. And masculinity is one of them. Advice for young men is one of them. That's, yeah. And Le leadership. Leadership. Things and like that. And having, having a strong male father figure, which a lot of people are missing. And when that's missing, exactly. it, it leads to, I think they uh, equated a lot of uh, crime in yeah. neighborhoods down to people that didn't have fathers. Yeah. That's as simple as it was. The entire the, uh, the, the, the sex work industry as well, all the strippers, they didn't go out with males. They did not <laughs> have any. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's kind of true. It's, yeah. it's very true. I know that, that, that gets, you know, used it, it, as a I know it insult. sounds bad. I don't yeah. mean that in a very, I don't mean that in a defense, uh, of, of offensive derogatory way, but there is a lot of um, daddy issues when it comes to sex workers. Yeah. Is, is that a generalization? Like, no. No. It's, it's it's a fact, yeah, and and I definitely identify with what you said about being the person to break new ground yeah. is very sketchy. Yeah. Whereas I I prefer to be in the pocket where I'm commentating on things that have come out. But yeah. to, but to be that guy breaking something new, like inside information, that's hard. That's hard. Man. It's yeah. hard. It's, it's hard, tough, and it's you know? and it's not. Um, it's 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 um it's a tricky spot to be in. You also mm. want to be a driver of um. Of, you want to be a drive of new ideas. You don't necessarily want to break news, especially that of the detriment to others, because that's essentially, yeah. well, that's just not what I think um, is good for me. Yeah. Um, but writing and and um, things that people can follow in in new aspects, I think that's quite important, especially in this day and age. Like, yeah. And it's fucking missed, man. Like. Mm. And I want to I wanna eventually get to a spot where we can do a retreat. We can do, you know, run. Like, I, already, I already do, like, uh, bring Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu people and, and do classes and that. Um, but it'll be great to do a retreat and, and mm. do it that way. Like, mm. maybe do, I don't know, have... have have a, have a... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a thinking out loud. Um It'll be it'll be cool. It'll be cool. But that's that's maybe a a. Are, are you thinking like a sort of like an off grid gated community compound with like? Oh, bro, that'll be it. That'll be uh, <laughs> blocked off from the rest of society. <laughs> Don't come near those gates. <laughs> but that, that that's great. You're you're thinking about 
providing that's a masculine trait that's yeah you know, you're mm. you're finding a tribe and you're going i want i want to serve you guys yeah that mm. is what is lost because we're in the era of narcissism now where it's all yeah. about yourself and the fame people want recognition for everything but yeah. it's like the real the real motherfuckers that they do the hard work without any acknowledgement and if you and it's interesting because I'm I'm, my philosophy and ideologies come opposite to that so even in history when you when you and it's not even about me and what's happening right now if you look at history my philosophers is is the Stoics like that's that's who I truly Marcus Aurelius Marcus Aurelius (laughs) is is (laughs) the greatest philosopher of all time um, to me and he's who who essentially developed narcissism to its core is Nietzsche. And mm. Nietzsche's biggest thing that he was against was the Stoics. Yeah. And it's and it's interesting because um at the end of Nietzsche's life, he sort of succumbed to Stoicism. His last philosophy item was um Amor Fati, which is love of fate. Yeah. which is completely different from any other bit of his work. Mm. And it's the most stoic thing that you could essentially say. So, in a, in a day and age of today is like I, uh, my life and beliefs is essentially counterculture yeah. to these incredible um, – or Nietzsche's not incredible. And it's counterculture and it comes from this incredible backbone of stoicism. Yeah. And it's – that's a foundation for- Yeah, that's that, a foundation yeah. for everything. Yeah. That's yep. a foundation for everything. And it, it really hit me, to be honest, that I was living life- I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say that that's the way to go, but there's a lot of substance and a lot of proof that going that way is beneficial. But, 100%. But for a lot of my 20s, I was completely the polar opposite to, sto- to yeah. stoic. Yeah. I was reactive- I was easily manipulated through emotion because, uh, you know, we, we grew up a lot in the music industry, you know, and that's mm. all about, you know, following the trend and being cool. Uh, uh, be rebellious, a bit of anarchy, kind of just like. Yeah. yeah. And, well, uh, but the problem with that, the problem with that is it gets co-opted very easily. Like I believe the music industry has become now where you see a lot of people- There's no rock and roll anymore. Well, rock and roll is fucking say, dead. Like, pe- that people whole, are, the whole idea of- uh, Sorry, sorry to yeah. hijack, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like we got on the same idea where, you know, it, it, it there was that level of real sort of angsty, like we want to, you know, fight against real sort of- uh, Government, politics, all the all this shit that we're talking about. But now yeah. that industry is kind of just- It's become authoritarian. Mm. They have gravitated towards authoritarianism, which I think is yeah. very weird. Mm. It's like they've gone from, you know, questioning things to now the, the complete opposite. Like, do the right thing. And it, yeah, you know, that, that Ra- rage on behalf of the machine. Yeah, yeah? and the <laughs> thing the thing is that like the with stoicism is that like the machine it's the framework i truly believe it's the greatest like nothing's new under the sun that's what they say right yeah so to me um this philosophy is a framework to to live and it it essentially one of the one of the pillars of the philosophy is that like you control your emotion like if the machine can be doing whatever the fuck it does but 
in the end, if you get angry, that's you. Yeah. If you get upset, that's you. If you're being irrational, that's you. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it sort of allows you to control that and allows you to mm-hmm. be a critical thinker. It puts, it puts you back in the driver's seat. Yes, Whereas exactly. Like a lot of modern modern life is is putting you in the passenger seat. Yeah. Where it's like, no, go along with what people are angry with. Go along with the emotion. <laughs> yeah. Whereas stoicism is is being that hard rock yeah. in the storm where you're like, no, I'm not going to bend to this stuff because you feel reactive. Yeah. And this is what you need in a tribe. hundred percent. You need the stoics to be like, no, no matter what happens, we stand guard at the gates. Yeah. We're not going to go to bed because we feel bad. We're, we're doing our thing. Yeah. And I think that like the, the Nietzsche versus, uh, yeah. um, you know, it, it's very evident of that where he, he hated stoics because they were immovable. Yeah. They were, they were that rock in the storm that like, fuck, you can't, Manip- you can't change these guys. Yeah. They, they have a, a he, solid foundation. He you know? was a th- tr- true nihilist. That is Nietzsche. And his yeah, philosophy right, yeah. his philosophy was his life. He's he didn't do he didn't like his entire life he he didn't do anything. His his mm. his in his like literally he's never created a thing. Mm. So um with with his philosophy, it was like his his end of life sort of was birth to his work, which is unique in a sense. And he's a great philosopher to study, but his philosophy is today, is the nihilist of today. Yeah. And the nihilist of today is going through his philosophy, but the beautiful thing is that at the end of his philosophy is Amor Fati, which is f- fucking amazing. Mm. Yeah. That's something I've got to get, get into and read that. Another one was uh, <laughs> Alistair Crowley. People tout him as – he's another <laughs> one of those dudes that, that didn't do anything, but he dropped a lot of, you know, uh, texts and things like that. Mm. But he pretty much came from a, another rich trust fund family, had not a lot to do, just hung out with famous people. Hey, if, if, you're, if, if, you've got, if you're able to, you know, just – Sleep in the Egyptian pyramids overnight, and this is like nineteen twenty, whatever fucking yeah. year it was. Just like, oh, I'm gonna go to Egypt and spend a couple of nights sleeping in fucking Tutankhamun's tomb. Yeah, yeah, okay, you make you make, you've got something going on. Fucking yeah, no. um, hell, the last thing. Did he sleep in a tomb? That was Crowley's thing. Crowley he did. You, he slept yeah, in the tomb. Yeah. He used to spend what? spend time in ancient Egypt. Oh, well, not it wasn't ancient it was Egypt. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah, sleeping in the tombs, mm-hmm. just hanging out. He he believed Fuck. that when 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 he was in one of those uh, Egyptian tombs, that was when he wrote Liber thirty three or so. one of the one of his famous texts for the OTO, you know the the, yeah, yeah. the occult group that he formed. But he believed that he was channeling directly an Egyptian spirit, and he wrote the whole text based on what they call automatic writing, which is like you're channeling something and just writing. What, Almost like a what p- is coming p- possession to type yeah, thing. Yeah, like a possession thing, like, yeah. yeah. Mm. And that that was like the birth of a lot of the Thelema OTO type spin-off it's stuff. Kind of yeah. what the... Uh. <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Because it- <laughs> then, uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, uh, Crowley was also a bit of a pedophile and a bit of a wanker as well. A so. <laughs> bit of a weirdo, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course all of them are, yeah. I don't, I don't trust any of them, but... Um, yeah, that 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 is... I just want to say, and like uh, another another um, point before we get to the final bit is that 
when you look at Jesus, and I've had this contention with a lot of um, Christians and and friends of mine and um, Orthodox and a lot of yeah heavy 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 people in this space. When you look at when you look at Jesus, he, he embodied Stoicism came before Jesus, right? Mm. Completely, mm. and um, when he did that, like when Jesus came and spoke about what he did, he was completely stoic. His entire life was stoic. He it was it was almost like like they don't want to admit that you know he he took anything from stoicism or at the the Roman Empire uh, Empire was was the one that you know that the he didn't want to kill Jesus, but it was stoicism was rife in that empire as well. Mm-hmm. So the four pillars of stoicism, when you look at it, there's four pillars of Christianity as well. When you look at um, when he's talking about um, when Jesus is talking about meditation and talking about prayer, prayer is the meditation, and when you coincide the two you can see the philosophy built in there sure um the 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 um the crossroads is that jesus is a messenger i wouldn't say he's a prophet um that's muslims believe is a prophet Mm. then they say he's um so that's that's meeting Muslims halfway and it's also meeting Jews halfway to say that he's a messenger because a messenger is way different from a prophet. A messenger is actually sent. A prophet just sees what's in future. And, and then the, the, the bit where we have contention is, um, is God, which I believe love essentially would be God and Jesus represents love. So that's a whole nother discussion. I can't break it down, my exact thoughts and beliefs mm. on that particular item. But when you look at it and you look at the pillars of Christianity and you look at Jesus's life and you look at what he said, not actually the Bible and all, all what the other disciples said, you see, look at his exact words. You can clearly, clearly see the Stoic philosophy. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of people view him Regardless of what we think or what really happened or what who he really was, he's an example of a stoic, yeah. tr- truth-seeking individual yeah. that was crucified yeah. for telling the truth. Yeah, and that that is what that's the hidden message that people fail to look at because they have their own misconceptions about what Christianity is. So they don't see that lesson that yeah. hey, he's actually representative of a guy trying to do the right thing and was killed for it. Like and that that's the example, you know. And another brilliant thing, this is this is um something that truly like I got to understanding uh the the cross itself, right? I've always been like, okay, there's this there's this cross and this guy died on the cross and why the fuck are people have crosses in churches? Why do they have crosses anywhere? Like, mm. why, why, do they, why do they wear crosses? Why, yeah. why yeah. would why would um, why would we we prop up something that killed who's supposed to be God? Right? Why mm. would we prop that up? Mm. And I've always had this this brain fuck with this fucking idea, and I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Why aren't we using the fish? The fish 
seems like the right thing to do. Like the fish is is life, it's knowledge, it's it's all of that. But we got this cross. And then when I dive delve deep into stoicism and I look at the contrast, the cross is the is one of the one of the fundamental things of stoicism, which is memento mori. Memento mori means Remember death. It's a symbolism yeah. of remember death to live your life. Yep. That's exactly what the cross is. Remember the death to live your life. And it's a big part of the philosophy. And you can you can break that down so much. Mm. And wh- as I said, when you look at the two, you see so much correlation. You have mm. to recognize the death in order to bring life. Yeah, in, in a weird way. Yeah, you have and, to and just memento mori. Yeah, it's like the the idea that your your time here is limited. Exactly, memento mori. Like so, it's this reminder that hey, we all must pass through this door. Yeah, at some stage, and that's the know? real way to look at the cross. Mm. The way that people portray the cross and the way that it's used is quite fucking evil. Mm. But when you look at it that way, it makes it so much sense to make sense yes. why why you wear it. Yeah, it's exactly. a reminder of yeah that that journey. Live your that, life exactly. Live your life exactly. Yeah. Because if 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 God died on the cross, death is there. Mm. Understand it. And that's a big thing of stoicism. Mm. Understand it. Death is inevi- inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. It's coming, but live your life. But live it. That that's a reason to celebrate. It's exactly. Not a, it's not a, it's exactly. not a reason to be upset. No. Oh, the end is coming. It's actually the reverse. It's exactly. It's, it's um you know appreciate more, give exactly. give more, like uh, love more in in the time that you have. There's a brilliant memento mori calendar. You seen that? No. It's basically uh, the size of the wall. Okay. And it says Memento Mori on the top. And it has about as many for every day you live, there's there's a stroke. And they've managed to make it the size of an average lifespan. Oh really? So you get this thing and you cross out the amount of days you've lived and then you kinda get a picture. This is the real That's this is sick. the real this is the real red pill. Like mm. I've got about this many days left. Yeah. <laughs> and ev- every day you wake up, you go to the me- Memento Mori calendar, you yeah. scratch another day off. And it's to remind you, like, this is how fleeting this experience yeah. is. That's it's a beautiful experience. People go, oh, that's, that's really negative. No, it's to, to remind you, get out there and do it. Yeah. Don't worry so much. You know, and, and and live it now. Uh, I'm not worried because I'm going to download myself into the metaverse and live forever. I'm going to buy I, buy a stock in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, like last last point on that until yeah, yeah. we move on. Yeah. Um, I was with before I came to um, Perth. I was in Sydney and I um, was with Hoyler Gracie. He's um, the son of Helio Gracie, who started Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mm. And um, he was he was saying a story. He's like, I was arguing with with my daughter, and he's like, it was it was just such an argument, and and he kept going back and forth, and then sh- and then it shit. Well, more her side, um, and he just stopped, went up to her, and he just goes, "Look, I'm this age. I got twenty five years left." Maybe less. Are we going to keep arguing? 
And it just sort of like bring it brings a realization. Yeah, yeah. It's like, does the argument really fucking matter? Yeah. And it's a family member. You know what I mean? Mm. And I thought that was that was yeah, I thought that was brilliant. Whether he lives more or less, it doesn't really fucking matter. Mm. That when you put that number and you put it into context. It's a perspective. Yeah. And perspective, and because yeah. she's older than twenty-five, it hits her even more. She's mm. like, it's like it's like you've already passed this age and I would have already been dead. So it, it just puts everything more into perspective. And that's exactly what Memento Mori does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, the, the scarcity of life, you know. It's meant to be cherished, I think. And that's which explains why so many things in modern society is, is kind of designed to take that time away. Yeah. You know, to distract you, you know. It's very easy to get distracted. But. Yeah, TikTok is like one. one <laughs> like, it seems like it's just really short videos. Yeah. But you like. You add you, it all up, man. You look at the time and it's like you've been there for fucking <laughs> yeah. three hours. It's yeah, like, exactly. what the fuck? It's like a, a, a re- <laughs> uh, Instagram reel is like a minute. Instagram reels, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's one minute. And yet when you look at the, uh, you know, the screen time of how long you've been using it, you're like, yeah. wait, reels? Uh, a minute but I spent two hours looking at <laughs> wait I've only got 25% battery left yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. sleep as well <laughs> yeah what am I looking at yeah it's just designed to keep you scrolling but hey Diogo we're probably out of memory space but <laughs> yeah nah all sweet all sweet it's this, been a pleasure boys this no, is probably one of the longest and most chill podcast where I felt so relaxed yes. in a long time. Uh, this, is, this is the energy I've been looking for. This yeah. Is so good. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones, Joe Rogan styles. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just quickly as well. Uh, where can people find you? Like, um, and yeah. W- uh, yeah. What, what else do you have going on? Anything big yeah. coming up? Um, so you can find me at, uh, go the five, a F I V E number eight, take, uh, on Instagram, click the bio, and there's there's a link tree or everything on there. Uh, got a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament, state tournament on Sunday. Which Hell yeah! I hopefully, should win that shit. Um, You're competing. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, can't wait. Can we do another interview? Yeah. Where we just talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> a half an hour straight I'm serious. Jiu-Jitsu. I'm yeah. serious. I'm serious. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's really cool, man. I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That's and really cool. um. Yeah, and I got. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't really, really plug anything. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I just want to. Telegram, anything like that? Do people know that no, they got Telegram? Yeah, go on the link tree. Everything's there. Everything's go on the there. Telegram, the mm. five eight take. Russell Brand is in my Telegram. Is grabbing my oh! content and putting it on his fucking page. Shout out Russell Brand. Shout out the blood. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the thing I love about what you guys do is you're, you're churning out the content yes. yeah. and you're yeah. consistent and it's just fucking good. It's good, solid stuff as yeah. well. Yeah. You're, you're leaps, man, leaps and bounds it. ahead of people. While people are still catching up, you've got something out there already, which yeah. is fucking cool. I to, appreciate it. To be that on top of things is a big skill to have. You yeah. Know? Cheers, brother. Yeah. And thank you guys, honestly, for having me. Let's we do it said again. that we'll do it in person and we did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it again. It'll 100%. be our turn. We'll go over there and talk. Maybe yeah yeah we'll go over to Sydney and talk maybe. definitely and I'm keen <laughs> I'm keen to check out this uh, hard yarns podcast yeah. with you guys and vice versa <laughs> that'll be fun yeah that'll be fun sorry you got caught in the crossfire between that but yeah nah, all good all good Diogo from the five eight take thank you so much dude appreciate thank it thank you thanks thank for you. listening guys. Bye.